pull that way in, baby. How does that sound? Take my hand in yours. <laughs> Walk with me this day. I don't even know if I want to do a podcast in my heart anymore. I Just know. in general. Just you want to stop the whole thing? I don't know, man. Uh, how many episodes are you just like, fuck it, dude, we're done? A hundred. A hundred? You have to do a hundred. But then you got to do like a hundred and one. No, no, a hundred. Okay. You know what? At, uh, at 100, episode 100, Matt and I will douse ourselves in kerosene and just set this place <laughs> ablaze. Yourself, yeah. Self-humiliate yourself? Is that what I said? Em- em- emulate? What is it like? Self-emulate? Self-emulate? Something like that. Isn't there, isn't um, fire resistant and fire like, there's like three words that all just mean it's going to be, it's flammable, inflammable, flammable. Fire resistant, fireproof. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> How you been, man? Very good. It's really nice to be here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. I miss Robin, but you know. You know what, dude? You, you can't just come on here and be like, I miss everything that you don't have right now. Well, when you're like, oh, how many episodes am I going to do? 69, True. 100. It's a... I think we have to, it depends on Robin. I mean, if Robin moved back to Toronto permanently, you could go forever. Yeah. We got, we got a lot today. Okay. We got a lot of stuff to go through. Very excited. You want to start? You no, start you the go show? ahead. You start the Let's show. Let's start the show. Okay. Um, How have you been? Make your mom a sad oh. type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might seduce your dad type. I'm the bag. Vice. Duh. You ain't with the shits. 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 With your What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bad Vice. Episode 68. We got Hoffman here. Hi. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? How you been? Oh, this is really uh, good. How are you? Good, man. Um, <laughs> that was really bizarre. What temperature do you think this room is right now? 73. Well, the 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 the, t- the fireplace <laughs> that's channel. on your TV screen, the fireplace channel, makes me feel like it's warmer. Like oh, yeah. I feel I'm heat coming out of that TV. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's 74 in here. Ready? Yeah, I, t- I taped it up. Oh, I thought it was broken. 76. Ugh. So I asked you what what temperature you want in here, and I put the automatic thing to 73. I opened all my windows and it was ice cold in here and it was only getting as cold as like 75. The second I close these windows, it shoots up like two degrees. Swear to God. Mm. But it is really nice. This fireplace yeah. you have going. Yeah, nice. We got, it's going to be a good show. We got, I got papers here. We got a video later to play. I got. <gasps> oh, you framed your OJ Simpson signed yeah, popcorn it was box. Always framed, dude. And you know what? He was framed. So oh, well, ironic. Okay. No comment. Um, you want to start with the music? Um, no, I don't have any musings right now. You got nothing? How's New York? No, you haven't been back in I a while. I haven't been in New York since we last recorded. I mean, I have, but I've, I've been in Florida for a couple weeks. What I'm are you excited break. to do when you get back? See some plays or something? I'm going to see some plays. I, What's playing? I'm <laughs> seeing a play called This Is Not A Room. I'm going to see The Inheritance. I'm going to see Bob and Ted and Carol and Alice. Okay. Very exciting. Nice. I got some things here. Well, uh, let's just talk about the Golden Globes. Yes, that's on here. Oh, uh, perfect. Um, bullet point, I'm not falling for Ricky Gervais. I am falling for I, Ricky Gervais. It's all bullshit. How is it bullshit? Like, he was... NBC has the whole fucking thing on their website, dude. They're getting clicks off this. Off what? 
of him being, you know, ooh, I'm calling out people. And but they want like, him to do that. Exactly. That's why it's all. That's why it's not interesting to but me. But still, he still pushes the envelope, so I still think it's interesting. I don't know. I like when he makes a Harvey Weinstein joke, and then there's a couple of oohs, and then he doubles down, and he goes, don't boo me. You worked with him. That yeah. was great. I, I don't know, but hasn't he been doing that like every single year? And it's like... We knew the jokes he was going to make. They're kind of like easy things, you know? Well, that's that's like being in the audition room with Weinstein, you know? And it's like, what? Yeah, we get it. Like, I guess. I don't he know. He should have been like making stuff up. I can't, that was like the time that yeah. I was fondled by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> that would have like, been what? fucking funny. <laughs> Just fake, fake things the yeah. whole time. A lot of stuff in the news this year. Martin Scorsese caught sleeping with a young woman. And then it cuts to Martin Scorsese <laughs> sitting with his daughter. Tom Hanks is like shaking his head. No. Um... Oh, I really like Tom Hanks' speech when when Tom Hanks cried. Oh, he cried! I didn't see. He, he, like his voice broke, and he's like, oh, "I'm sorry," and he leaned away for a second, and he just got emotional because he's apparently is sick, and so he was just feeling. And then Tom Hanks' son is like, "My papa's not feeling well right now." And Tom Hanks did like a two minute sh- spiel on like checking the gate. Oh yeah, it I saw the really picture good. he posted on Instagram. We were checking the gate on Forrest Gump. Very like, cool. The picture. shot's not over until you check the gate. Did they? They beeped. Ricky Gervais calling James Corden a fat pussy. No, well, not not for really not, on, not in the U.S. Ah, uh, maybe it was on the later ones. But yeah, I was like, man, that was the only funny fucking joke of the whole thing. That was an interesting and funny joke. That was the re- funny. The rest was kind of just like low hanging. I really fruit. thought it was funny when um, Joaquin Phoenix was like. You don't have to take your private jets. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. You, yeah, because I feel like that guy rides coach, you know. That was my favorite. So Howard Stern was talking about this with Joaquin Phoenix. And I think it was a really interesting conversation. Like, he comes up and then you think to yourself, like, is he fucked? Like, is that guy Joaquin? with it? Yeah, is that guy with it? Or, like, or is it just a put on? Like, is he a regular guy and he's putting this on? Like, why? And I've interviewed him. I'm like, why is he so You've fuck- interviewed Joaquin? Yeah, but it was me and, like, five or six other journalists. In the same room? Yeah, at a round table. We were all sitting around the table. What was the energy like? Like he didn't want to be there, but oh, he yeah. was there anyway and was like doing his best to answer. Like it was, you sort of figured out after a few minutes what kind of questions he would give you an answer for and which ones he so wouldn't. You can ask him anything. You can ask him anything, but he was not gonna. If you first of all, if you ask, I'm sure if you asked him anything personal, he'd walk out of the room. <laughs> well, and, yeah, he's he's been known for that. Yeah. Why and, is that the new thing? Just leaving interviews. Why are all these people leaving interviews? Why are they so afraid to just tell these people "fuck you"? Why you know? are I like? What about when I, why don't I, I don't I should get to leave an interview more a hundred percent like when Marion Cotillard showed up forty five minutes late and like didn't apologize and sat down and she went okay and stood up as soon as she sat down and left was it Susan Sarandon that sneezed on you coughed on me. coughed yeah. on you I should have gotten up and been like, that's gross Susan Go back Sarandon to Burning covered Man. your mouth and I should have left <laughs> and, um, like, and then I would have popped back in uh, can I get the cards really quickly can I get the cards. All right. That's all the right. thing with interviews. That's why, like, you can only push when you're doing these on-camera interviews. There's only so much you can push the envelope mm-hmm. because if that, if all of a sudden, like Susan Sarandon turns and was like, "Don't give them the cards," then you don't get your content. What, what do you mean the card? Oh, like Before the you memory leave, cards. They give you the memory cards from the cam- oh, from so each they give camera. Them if they they want. give you an A cam and a B cam memory card. Mm-hmm. So, like, technically speaking, that Joaquin interview footage is out there somewhere, that raw that and uncut. Filmed. That wasn't filmed. That was ah. just audio. All right. Well, do you want to do some advice with me? Sure. What is what is bad vice? Bad vice is a podcast where Gorian by himself with someone else, they discuss the world, they read advice and offer their own spin on it. And sometimes Robin is here, but usually not. It's not what I heard. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. We got some good stuff here today. We got some things. Um, you got a lot of printed pages with numbers on yeah, them. Yeah, don't look at these. There's a lot. There's, we got some stuff here today. All right, let me start with one. Ready? Sure. Um, you got to really shuffle those to make sure the audience knows. Well, first of all, you know what? That's that's the other musing I was gonna put down. 
Fuck Staples, man. I went to Staples. That's mm-hmm. so expensive to print there. You're uh, yeah. You're not supposed to do like your regular printing at Staples. I thought that's what they were all for. How much I did it cost you... you to print that stack? Oh of my papers? god! Don't even talk to me about it was that. Like Eight dollars. Don't even talk to me about it, dude. I was so angry because I went there. I sat down the computer and then behind because I went. I checked online first too because it was like same day pickup or something. It was like five cents a page, and I'm like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll just go. You know, I thought it was like the fucking library. I thought you went to Staples. Like we don't have a king goes here you know mm-hmm. so like where where remember the people around our um campus building those are the best print shops remember yeah, those that places was where you had to print like something specialty but you could yeah. also be like hey i gotta print like a 40 page thesis or something like that sure. and i need it bound or whatever yeah. you know i thought staples was the kind of place where like hey i can come here and like do my own like printing and whatnot it's crazy the upcharge and i had to you Scan your credit card and it charges you 30 cents a minute. You're using the fucking computer, dude. Really? You're on a goddamn time That's limit. That's really bad. You should have said something to somebody there. What am I going to do? This is not right. <laughs> we the people, I, I need a thousand of these copies saying I'm, I'm against staples. Charge what you want for like the printing itself, but to charge 30 cents a minute for the time you're using the computer. Insane, it's ridiculous. dude. All right. Dr. Strangelove. Oh. Or is it Dr. Strange Glove? I think it's Strange Love. Strange Love. Hi, Doc. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Who's okay? 2020. You. Yep. Did you have a good New Year's? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I went for dinner with my parents, and that then, sounds like fun, uh, though. See, like, uh, you were in Florida, right? Was there yeah. like, like Chris Angel show or something? Well, all my night? all my friends that were in Florida this year left New Year's de- New Year's Eve day, mm-hmm. so we there was no Chris Angel show. We went to for dinner, and then uh, we went home. Yeah, and then at midnight, I watched on PBS the um, live from Lincoln Center performance of the New York Philharmonic plays the Overtures of Sondheim. That, that was like really fun. nice, and that had happened earlier that night. They, I enjoyed that. The weekend at Bernie's. Dick Clark's body, you know, he's like mm-hmm. a ventriloquist doll now. That sounds like fun, though. What does it have to do with Weekend at Bernie's and Dick Clark? Because he used to host New Year's. This was not even that thing. This was just like live at Lincoln Center. Oh. It was literally a symphony, like playing. So you didn't get to see people in like New York Times Square, like pissing themselves. I, turned, and, like, I, I watched that, but then the second that midnight hit and the ball dropped, I, that, I was like, boop, PBS. <laughs> That's when it started. So Anderson Cooper was like, five, four, three, two. And I was like, Sondheim. Can you imagine dating Anderson Cooper and trying to make New Year's plans with him? Ugh. Okay, how, how about 2027? 20, you know, <sighs> I feel like if everybody was on TV at New Year's, Anderson Cooper would be the easiest to date. Imagine having to date Andy Cohen and having to make New Year's plans. Does he do a lot of things? What, he does what, the New Year's at Anderson Cooper now ever since. What's her name? Uh, got fired. Um, Kathy. Uh, Kathy Lee Griffin? No, the, the comedian with the red hair. Kathy Griffin? Yeah. Oh, she got fired? Well, she decapitated Trump and held up his, like, Was that on New Year's? No, but, oh, like, okay. when that happened, they were like, <laughs> that happened in, like, February, they were like, you're not doing New Year's. That's just them looking for, like, one thing to fire her on. Like, yeah, guys, exactly. first thing she does, you know? I heard um, Jesse Smollett's not coming back for the last season of Inland Empire. <laughs> That's a film joke for you guys out there. <laughs> I would love to see... Inland Empire, the TV series starring <laughs> Terrence Howard and Cookie and, uh, and Laura Dern. Good, yeah, he shouldn't be back. Yeah, we all know it's yeah, that yeah. was bad. It was really bad for the black community, I think. So, could you imagine, dude, if like someone in your just like group of people does something so fucking weird like that? And you're like, no, come on, man. It would have to be a really special person for me to ever speak to them again. Yeah. Like maybe if you did something like that, I'd be like, okay, like I, it's Gorian. Like this is sort of in his toolbox. 
But um, anybody else, I'm not sure. I was at a New Year's Eve party, mm-hmm. and our friend the next day, yeah, our friend the was next day. Was Soph there? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Soph. Whoop, whoop. And it was her party. Oh. And the next day in the chat, she started posting videos from the doorbell app, like the doorbell app that records Nest. you. Yes. Scary, dude. I Scary. love that. The outdoors is where you puke and piss when you're drunk, you know? I'm, so I, I was, I'm alone. My parents are away. So last night, like, I started. <laughs> oh, you're like, alone at your crib? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? We have a party. We can. There's lots of time. Hell yeah, dude. Um. So, anyways, like, I got back. Do you have from- a hot tub? No. <laughs> what? Um. They'd have a like two. Okay. Anyway, so I get to the door and we have one of those little doorbells. Yeah. And the light was flashing. And I was like, Mom, because sometimes like like she'll be away and her voice will come out. She'll go on her phone. She'll be like, Hello. <laughs> so you're living in 2001. Yeah. So I was like, Mom. Hello, Matt. Mom. <laughs> she didn't say hello to me. Because I know that when someone stands in front or rings the doorbell, she gets a notification on her phone. So. Oh my god. All right. Hi, Doc. Happy New Year. Um, I just have a minor question, which I would like to ask you. I recently made an Instagram account just to follow friends. Just this morning, I realized that another person whom I don't know and never met and is gorgeous, is a gorgeous fitness model, has clicked to follow my profile. Turns out this profile is legitimate because it is linked to Facebook. And when I saw some photos, a friend of hers is an ex-work colleague. My question is, do you think it's a good idea to contact her through Instagram and see if it leads to a date? Regards, Instagram X. No. Good question. Okay, well, I have a story like no, this. I yeah? have a story like this. Pull that in a bit closer. I have a story. So, this is like this is the story of how a night of one of my nights was ruined. 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 So I'm sitting on the toilet, and I'm about to go into the. I'm about. I don't know what I'm doing on there. I'm gonna shower yeah. in a minute and get ready to go for dinner with my family in Florida. Yeah. And I have Hinge open, and Hinge I can in Florida look at the people in, in New Hinge, York yeah. without paying anything. Yeah. So you set your location. No, yeah, you set you your location. You ever just go to like I don't use the Ukraine and fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah hello. Anyways, so I get this. It opens up and it says your most compatible of the week, <gasps> of the day, and that person had already liked me. Wow. So I, so it has the most compatible person of the day for yes, you. Yes, every day. Every day I'll just send you a random person being like, hey, you should swipe this person. And apparently that person gets you as well. Interesting. Oh, so it's not even like a chain of it's like it's like a duo thing. Right. That sounds horrible for the women out there. Well, that's like an automatic match that you don't even want to have. The most yeah, you don't have to swipe, swipe right. Like, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. You still have the same uh, options you okay. do before. But as as always with with you can Hinge, just get rid of them. If someone likes you, whoever likes the other person first, the other person will get a notification. Yeah. So I open this up. She's already liked me. Let's just say her name is Brooke because it was um, <laughs> first name. Anyway, really, I know Brooke. I'm just gonna pretend it's her now. Okay, really cute. Girl, um, she's a musician, really interesting, kind of girl like I would go out with. Yeah. Um, what, what instrument does she play? The uh, tuba? I think the guitar. I think she plays acoustic guitar. The the piccolo? Uh, the wooden flute? Yeah, the wooden flute. Yeah. So, so I'm about to swipe yes, but mm-hmm. something goes wrong oh, and the app no. crashes. The app crashes. And I open it up and she's gone. And I'm devastated something about this like this could have been like something could have happened here this sounds like a sex drive kind of movie not sex drive what was that terrible movie where like sex tape sex it's like, drive was a movie where they go on a, no, they go no, on a road that trip. was a good one sex tape the one where like they're like oh no we sent the sex tape this one's like oh no i was gonna, I was gonna swipe on her yeah, it's like sure. you gotta go to like the it guy and fucking right so there's someone from so silicon valley's on it i, I I don't know what happened. It was yeah. she just was gone. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Re- I couldn't gone. undo it. She was gone. And then like she vanished. in my head, I'm like, oh, 
what information about her did I remember? Oh, like, God, that I dude, that's just mad. So wait, so then it, I, I remember what I could. This you is how the internet. Sherlock. Well, this is how the internet works. I typed in everything I could remember into the Google search, and What'd I searched you type it. in her first name and her hometown, <laughs> and that was it. And she came up. Women, for, a for the love of God, don't put anything on the internet. I was watching the show You on Netflix. Everyone's it's watching like this. it. Yeah. It's really bad. I, yeah, I, it's really I, bad. I watched the first two episodes. It's really bad. They're trying to make their own memes on their Instagram or their um their YouTube channel for it. It's very strange now. It's just really poorly written. Anyways, so she comes up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I'm looking at it, and then I'm like, if this were a movie, yeah, I could like reach out to her, slide into the DMs, yeah, and blah 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 blah. Wait, you, you didn't message this girl on Instagram and were like, hey. Oh. No, I didn't. Oh, come on, man. Why? Because, okay, so let, the Instagram was. Wait, was, was this the chick that was from New York City that's also in Florida at the same time as you? No. Okay, never that mind. Girl, she didn't message me back. Um, I'm sorry. Anyway, so it was like for a second, like, I don't know. Like, what, what do you do in that moment? You fucking, you messaged them. You'd be like, hey. Uh, we didn't get the 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 per- we didn't get the the hinge of the day. You were my hinge of the day. Remember? Yeah, I and think so. The story was I only found her in her Twitter and her Facebook. That's how you found her when you I typed that in. Upon her. It came up their Twitter and the Facebook, and I you couldn't you couldn't DM someone on Twitter if they don't follow you. And yeah. the Facebook, if someone's sometimes not, they've opened DMs. The Facebook, if someone's not your friend, it goes to this like weird other folder, and then they find it five the months. Li- then they find it six months later. As a fucking professional, fuck that folder, man. That's ridiculous. Fuck that folder. Every now and then you go in, and you're like, fuck, I missed this. Hey, do you wanna do you want a gold brick and a blowjob? And you're like, ah, that was thirteen months ago. Anyway, so make a long story short, I didn't even find the Instagram until a couple days later because I told one of my weird a weirdo friend about it, and he's like. I'll find the Instagram. And then 10 seconds here, he's like, got her. And he's like, fucking nutter. I like, hacked her webcam. We can see her right now. No, so it was just like, you know, you just suck it up and it's like, move on. Sounds like you really want this girl, though, if you're telling us this whole fucking story. Well, Go so it goes, out there so it goes and back find to her. This. He, he, just because this girl, fought, back to the advice question, was that just because she fought, like followed him on Instagram doesn't mean that he has the, like, he should slide into her DMs and ask her out why, why? because she's a pretty model. Like, do you have any other reasoning? Because she followed she followed him back. So content is not con- content does not equal consent. Thank you. Hashtag. So what? No fucking ZD? All right. Could, okay. There's a better job you, for that. Do you want me to read the answer here? Yeah, sure. But what's your opinion? Um. Okay. So what I think is message her because either way. You're on your way to making a hot friend. Okay, so I added and hot this. Friends I added have this girl on friends. There's part of the story I didn't tell you. Okay. I added the girl on Facebook. No, and on then Facebook. Wait, what, shut. What are you wait, doing, you boomer? And then, and then, like an hour later, regretted it and canceled the request. Oh my god. So I think because of that, I'm officially buried and I'm a boomer. All right, so now everyone yes. out there has enough information that they can find who this girl is. Her name's Brooke. Type in Brooke Matt Hoffman. <laughs> no, you, know. you won't know where she's from. I didn't say. All right, the answer says, and it was a weird enough place. Anyways, go ahead. No, you've never interacted with this Thank person you. before. You know next to nothing about them except that she's gorgeous and that you have mutual friend. Trying to slide into her DMs out of the blue is going to be is not going to be a good look for you. If you actually want to start being someone she would actually want to talk to, then maybe see if you do have enough mutual chemistry to get around to possibly going on a date. Start by being someone who can actually comment on her profile intelligently without making it about her looks or how much you want to bang her. 
What are you gonna write on a? What did they? What do you say this was? This was a gorgeous fitness model. How are you gonna get with this person in their comment section if you're not commenting about? Wow, you look smart. <laughs> Want to go on a date? In the comment section? Is that Sally Rooney's normal yeah, people in your picture? <laughs> I love that bug. You just gotta go for it, man. You gotta Hail Mary, because you know what? There's like 15 other dudes doing the exact same Hail Mary as you, man. That's what I thought when I canceled the request for the Facebook. You never know, man. One out of a hundred times, it works. How do you think catcalling became a thing? Surely it must have worked. <laughs> Why the fuck are we, is everyone okay, doing Catherine it? Okay, Catherine <laughs> The, uh, the French actress, we like to be groped and fondled. It is uh, playful. The, the, this director says this? No, Catherine Deneuve, the actress, the French actress, uh, when the Me Too thing started, a bunch of oh French actors released a letter that was signed by Catherine Deneuve. It was like, we don't mind a little poking and prodding. It's good. Just scratch out her name and write the French. Catherine, anyways. All right, you want to do another one? Uh, yeah, sure. I can do one if you want. I've got a uh, social cues from the New York Times. Hey, right, baby. Let's put my subscription to use. Um, do I got anything else? I got some other stuff. You want me to do a quick musing? I got it. <laughs> okay. This one's called. All right, here, let me get comfy. This one's called. Thank. This is Philip Galanis. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. This is social cues, New York Times. It's January second, twenty twenty. Thanks for the piece of plastic. My friend gave me a gift card. I got when this I tried one on to mine. Use it's it, really good. The balance was zero. Did you print this one? I did. I'm sorry. Okay, but so, continue, though. It's great. Okay. Three friends gave me a gift card for my birthday several months ago. When I tried to use it recently, the balance showed zero, but that wasn't possible. The card had never left my wallet. The store manager discovered that one of my friends who purchased the card went back to the store with her receipt, had the card reissued, and used it to buy a dress. The manager gave me all the documents. I couldn't believe it. When I told my other two friends, they were furious. They had all contributed equally to the card. They, excuse me. They say I have to confront her. I don't know what to do. Advice? Signed, JJ. Crazy that... First of all, that manager should be fired. You should not be revealing this sort of information. What do you? You just walk up and. But also, like, if I was the manager and I heard this story, I'd be like, "Your, I'd be like, your friend burned you." Yeah. I tell that story. You'd be now like, you give me a discount. No, your friend burned you. Still, I was given a gift card <gasps> as a child for I don't know if it was at a bar. I don't think it was bar mitzvah. I think it was earlier than that. I must have had a birthday. You know, where kids used to sometimes have birthday yeah. parties. Someone would give me a gift card. One of the other kids, and when my mother and I went to use it at the mall, it was. It was empty. That's there was nothing crazy. on it. Crazy. And I don't you know what store it was for. Maybe like EB Games. It was or for the whole mall. The Gap Kids. It was, it was one of those mall gift cards yeah. you used to be able to get. It was like Promenade Mall, Yorkville Mall, yeah. York Yorkdale Mall. It was like Cadillac Fairview. That's what it was. Okay. Anyways, I must have been like eleven, like ten or eleven when this happened. I don't know why I remember it so vividly. But we went to the front desk to use it, and they said the the card is empty. I guess. No, I don't think that they spent the card. I think that there was a, an issue an when they were loading it. Because it's usually like 20 bucks on there. There's always 20 bucks on there. Maybe like the kid grabbed the card and the mom, the kid just thought there'd be money on the card or something like weird like right, that. Maybe the credit card didn't go through something, whatever. Yeah. So I remember my mother talking about it with somebody and saying like, here's this issue debate. It's like either A, we do the most sensible thing is don't say anything. But then there's also other side of it. It was like, oh, but like what if they really charged this money to their card and it didn't go yeah. through? Like, that's just their money being thrown away. So it was this sort of situation where it's like, do you mention something? Oh, by the way, that gift card you got us was blank. Maybe make sure they didn't charge your credit card for it. It's very true. And it's also a polite way of saying it. But I'm like, hey, check your credit card statement. We were just at the mall earlier and that card you gave us. Right. No work. Oh, I think what ended up happening is that my mother said is that my mother 
because I wasn't going to say something to the parent as a 10 year old. My mother did nothing. What That's was what your, I remember. What was your go to birthday present for people when you were younger? Because back then it's like you don't really pick the present. You'd be like, mom, I'm going to fucking Timmy's birthday. If it wasn't someone I was close with, it was probably a, a gift card. Yeah. Like I remember my friend Alana's birthday. I would get her like a movie or something because yeah. we, you know, that. Yeah. Okay. But I remember, and it would be like a variation of like a Jewish high. So, you know, it's like 18 or 36. That's yeah. the, those are the prices. So what do we say? You uh, you go to the person, you say, hey, listen, well, in there's this nothing situation, on the card. Because there was the yeah, betrayal. True. It was malicious. Because it was the two other friends' money that was spent on the dress. I think you absolutely confront the person. Preferably, and say like, look, I went and have all the paperwork. Like, you fucked me on this. Preferably with the, uh, the other people that paid for the money right. and didn't get it. Because you can just gang up on her so because fucking the, easily, Because the worst dude. thing here is not, what, is not what this friend who bought the dress did to the gift receiver. It's what they did to the two other people who split the gift card with yeah. them. That's like stealing from them, essentially. This is like three episodes of Seinfeld all mixed in together. It's it the is. human fun meets they all pay for the chair episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see this Yeah, we'll see. Now, that's what I call a lousy birthday gift. The first thing to do is eliminate the admittedly small chance of a misunderstanding. Perhaps your friend had a store credit that somehow got mixed up with the gift card. Or maybe, short of cash, she used your card but intended to replenish it before you ever found out. I disagree with your friends that you are solely responsible for handling this. You were all hurt by your dress being... Sorry. You were all hurt by your dress buying friends behavior. Have them join you if you want support. Say calmly, I tried to use the gift card, but it seems you bought a dress with it. Show her the documents and ask her to explain. Unless she is a hardened scammer, she will probably feel guilty and ashamed. In my experience, this cocktail often leads to angry denials and absurd rationalization. Give her some time to explain herself honestly and apologize. We all make mistakes. Perhaps your friend can redeem herself by apologizing sincerely and repaying you. Nice. The Times knows it, man. The Times gets it. They got those crosswords. They got advice. What else do they have? They but got the everything. The Times, they charge you separately for the crosswords. Yeah, fuck the Times, If you don't buy dude. a paper subscription, you have to pay separately for crosswords. Fuck the Times. And the crosswords, like the, the digital subscription for the paper is cheap. The crossword subscription is pricey. Really? Because they know that's really all people expensive. fucking want. It's, really ex- it's like $10 a month or something. It's like Netflix. It's crazy. They should charge for horoscopes and all that shit. They, they would make they so much money. Free yeah. tarot card reading or something. But the, the New York Times crossword app is like a flawless app. Like yeah. It's perfect. It does everything you'd want it to do. I started playing a lot of um, Brain Age on my Switch. Oh, I remember Just that. Just a lot of like two times six, seven times seven, eight times nine, 15 minus nine. Is that fun for you? I like it. <laughs> I, doing, I like doing simple times tables. You know what? After every level, the dude pops up and tells you how it like helps your brain and it's been studied. And then you see articles online where it's like, the only thing they train you is like how to do those specific games better. Like that's all that it improves with. But I think it like scratches my brain a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Well, say doing crosswords is very good for the brain, but all I don't right. know. I got another musing. Sure, muse away, baby. Uh, one uppers. Oh yeah, annoying. Everything that happens, it it could be worse though. I saw someone posted about the Australia fires, but do you know how many animals die every day, Hoffman? How many? 200 million. Every day? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. I don't think that's about That's right. 200 million animals die every day? How many animals are there? And I think that's only for, like, eating purposes. Wow. Yeah. But you know what's not for eating purposes? Those animals that died in Australia. I got I got way too fucking angry about this one. How do you feel about the... Um, the idea of, like, people who don't eat meat because it's bad for the environment? 
interesting. I mean, obviously, it's not just because it's bad for the environment. because they also like they like the animals. You've never met someone that's like, I fucking hate beef, but I love the climate, so I can't no, eat it. No, that's a new thing. That no I think way. is a very new thing. People saying no they're going to try. Way. Not necessarily yeah. saying I'm not eating meat anymore. Greta Thunberg's not eating beef anymore. Greta Thunberg is definitely not eating beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? Do you have a how dare you drop? <laughs> I wish. How dare you? Pig fuck. It's close okay. enough. How dare you? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I think that people like I've spoken to people, especially like you know people, yeah, in, people New York, in New York. Yeah, where they're like they're going to eat less meat. It always comes back to that Simpsons joke where the guy's like, "I'm level four vegan. I don't eat anything that casts a shadow." You know, like it's 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 very fucking accurate. At the end of the day, for me, is like I respect everybody's choice to do whatever, but like food and restaurants is such a big enjoyment for my life, and I yeah. know that like especially if I'm traveling and like and I want to try. A country's like yep. native food. Hundred percent. Like you can't you can't show up to some countries and be like, "Where are your vegan options?" Bro, they have deep fried fish come in Japan. You're missing out on that. I don't know. I just like uh, I, I get it. But you know what? I really love food. I have a friend of mine who loves to cook. But he's a vegetarian, and it's like, man, I don't know. I feel like you're just missing out on, like, a whole bunch of cool shit you could be making. And then I also think it's, like, once you get to, like, knowing about, like, you know, better cuts of food that aren't bad for, like, the environment and shit like that, you can eat that stuff. You know what it is? Have you ever met a vegan who suffers from depression? (laughs) I don't think so. And I don't think... Here's my... Really? I thought I could say every vegan you met. I'm going to just propose a thought that... You know, the, over the there? depressed people, I'm speaking for us as a community, the depressed people, we care more about the satisfaction we can get from eating all kinds of foods yeah. to the degree where it's like, we're not positive enough in general to, to stop eating meat for the planet or because mm. we think animals are cuties. I don't know, man. I think it's just like, there's so many All cows. I'm saying is I've never met a depressed vegan. I think it's very interesting. It's like, well, if sure, if I was happy every day, then maybe I wouldn't eat meat. But you're I'm not. So you've never I am. met a sad vegan. No, nope. I feel like I've met plenty. Okay, they bring well, out, they bring it. out their lunch, and it's like, oof, you think it's sad, oof. but they're like, uh, they're like, it's a vegan lunch. I'm eating celery. That's true. You know, they get way more self enjoyment out of it than so I could possibly much. imagine. Interesting. It's like I'm sorry, your palate's not as defined as mine is. I'm gonna cut okay, it right now. I'll just sing us to do a pause. Can I sing us to do a pause? Go for it. Take my hand in yours. Walk with me this day. In my heart, I, I don't know. Have to put all this in, man. I will never stray. And now pause it. Holly, 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 love, brother, love, say, brother, loves traveling salvation show. Do you know that that was my most listened to song of 2019? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, according to uh, Spotify. Um, let me just do one more bit and then we'll do another advice. Yes. Okay. Also. Oh. All right. Here's another musing. Um, I was riding the subway the other day and what I couldn't understand is that every single poster for a play that's on the subway mm-hmm. is like, hey, come see our, you know. The, the 31st rendition of Phantom of the Opera with, <laughs> with, you know, it's the same story, it's the same set, it's the same play, but there's some new people, you know? Well, like, we're not remaking Rush Hour every year just to see Rush Hour again without the main actors in it, you know? What do you think about this, Matt? This is a really interesting uh, topic. I Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I really like a revival. <laughs> yeah. I think that the show, well, you know, yeah, that right. theater, unlike movies or TV, is you know, something that like lives. I'm tempted to disagree with you, but in this one instance, I think you're an okay guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the show. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got another. I got another art uh, column here. Ready? All right. <laughs> Dear Amy. You're just not gonna... What? You don't want to acknowledge what happened there? You're just gonna keep going? Just make a new fucking play. That's all I'm asking. Wait, but what I'm saying is that, like, theater, unlike movies, is something that, like, breathes and is alive and can change. And it changes with the actors, and there's new productions. And, like, the Phantom of the Opera is different. Just, you know, I saw Phantom of the Opera in Toronto. What, is the drink terrible? I forgot to put lime in it. Oh. Anyway. And we're back. And so, yes. Uh... I believe in the theater revival. All right. Thank God. All right. It's not good. Is this your worst margarita? Did you I, shake it? I no, I shook. I did everything perfectly. I just completely forgot to put any lime in it. And there's only half a lime. So I tried to squeeze it as much as I could into both of them. It's not bad. Oh, then, th- thank God. All it's right. It's not bad. Let me just. Okay. All right. All right. Also, um, you like a bit, right? You like bits. I love bits. We've had a bit running this whole time, and you haven't even, you haven't got it yet. What's the bit? I don't know if I should tell you. Tell me the bit. There's a secret word of the day, and you haven't hit it yet. So we're just going to keep going. I know what it is. (laughs) Do you want to make a guess? Is it Jew? No. Is it Oive? Dear Amy, okay. I am a happy father. Is this Pee-wee's Playhouse? There's a magic word? If you don't get the word, you don't get to have if the If I bit. say the word, is there going to be like explosions? I was overjoyed to have my first child at the age of 57. My boy Michael is now 11 and in the fifth grade. Circumcision? <laughs> Dear Amy, I am a happy father. I was overjoyed to have my first child at the age of 57. My boy Michael is now 11 and in the fifth grade. My problem is that most of the younger parents assume that I am Mike's grandfather. I always promptly correct that assumption, saying that I am not that I am his father and that we started late. Some of these statements are made with my son's earshot. This has an impact on attending parent-teacher meetings and school functions. This embarrasses both of us. He's a sensitive lad. He has even said that he hates his parents being so old. <laughs> his mother is 47, but she looks much younger. His mother is 47, but she looks much younger. On one occasion, a heavyset woman told me that I must be Michael's grandfather. My response was to congratulate her on her pregnancy, as she assumed... (laughs) What a dick. This... (laughs) You call me old? (laughs) Fatty? Welcome to America, baby. Um... As she assumed, so did I. I would appreciate some help in addressing this issue as it's constant source of emotional distress, signed K in Colorado. We got some old parents. Do you have any friends with really young parents? I remember we had one friend whose parents were like 30 when we started going to their house, and I was like, I was like, fuck, 30. I was like, my parents are like fucking 40, 41. I went in the summer to meet a couple friends at this bar in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and the guy brought his mother and his, she, bro, his mother, and she must have, this guy must have been like 25. The mother looked like she was like, 41 really 42. she was like like she at, had him when he, she was 18 like she could have done just fine in that bar she's doing and she know. was looking like a young 40 42 interesting like she was looking yeah she must have had him when she was 18 or 19 and she's like she was looking real young like you real hip and young a little bit yeah, yeah. and it's just like happily married no interesting single very interesting and i was just like your mom like you better i was just like my head i was like you keep an eye on your mother tonight <laughs> 
not for me, but just, you know. That's true. All right. Um, so what do we say? What would you do if you have some people keep calling you grandparents? Because I get it. That must be kind of annoying to be like, you know, because like, you think grandpa and it's like, what do I think of? How old is the, the kid? grandpa burger? Um, he's 57. The kid's 11. I remember going to school and there was a couple yeah. kids or a couple kids with really old parents. Yeah. And I think it said here the mom's 47. His and mother he, is 47, but she looks much younger. <laughs> that could be even worse. That's your mother and oh, your grandpa's here. Yeah. Why is your grandpa I making remember, out with your mom? I remember a couple yeah, a couple people having old dads, not even old parents, just old dads. Old dads. Old dads. It is what it is. I mean, nothing. You don't have to be an asshole about it. Like, yeah, you're old. Like, yeah. just, you're older than the other parents. Like, suck it up. You don't have to go around calling the other parents fat. Yeah, don't. I was do with not this attack. guy till he called till he called the one woman, till he called the hefty woman pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's like suck it up, you, you boomer. Thank you, dear Kay. The way to address this is to acknowledge your son's perspective and feelings without giving in to them. Your embarrassment reinforces his. Your rudeness to an overweight woman teaches mm-hmm. your son that mm-hmm. it is acceptable to be mortified for the privilege of your age and that rudeness is an acceptable reaction when someone makes an incorrect assumption. Across North America, millions of grandparents are currently raising grandchildren, of course. Some people assume that a 68-year-old man is an adolescent's grandfather. There might be more to this, but... Oh! Your age... <laughs> Uh, Is this the same column? You cannot change your age. Many families carry burdens. Families cope with poverty, disabilities, and dislocation. Reassure your son that you're you're happy and healthy and that you plan to be around to bug and embarrass him for a very long time. Until he turns 20. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Throw the football, Dad! Dad! Mom, call 911! (laughs) Like the end of The Godfather. (laughs) Let's break it. Oh man, do you want to do another? What do we got here? Do you have some? Do you have some stuff? We have the book here. That's interesting. Yes, we have a copy of E. Jeans. <gasps> what do we need men for? Let me describe the proposal. cover: black with just purple, pink, Times New Roman font. Yeah. E. What do we need men for? What do we need men for? Does but it ever on tell the back us? of the book? Is a picture of E. Jean and making dog. out with a dog. No, E. Jean's eating cake, and the dog is like oh, looking give, over. Give me some of that cake, yeah. And then there's another picture. Anyway, it's a great book. And why is it special? Because the front page is a super wow. long signed note. Like a mad woman. E. <laughs> it says, Matt, thank you for being an honorable woman in uh, today's most hideous men of New York tour. Good luck in your career. You'll go far. E. Jean Carroll. She said I had like a good personality, a lot of spunk. She thinks I'm going to go do it. And then the back page. So she Jean, signed yours and ours at the same time? Well, she signed the book for me. And then I went back oh. to her and I said to her like, you know what, E. Jean? Can Wait, you hold s- that for one second. I'm going to get more coffee. I said, you know what, E. Jean? Can you sign one of the empty leaf pages at the back as a note to my friends, Gorian and Robin? Because they do a podcast about advice. I told E. Jean all about the podcast. And E. Jean loved the idea. She gave me recommendations and she wrote a note at the back. Her. I fucking DM'd her. Did she reply? I don't think she checks no. that stuff. You should email her. Not she said, what I DM'd her about. Gorian and Robin, you geniuses. <laughs> Onward, E. Jean. And we're going to cut that out and Gorian's going to put up as Amazing. Well. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Very That's welcome. really cool. And it was a really good read. It's sort of like E. Jean is being like a, the Joan Didion of our time. And she's traveling across America and asking people what they need men for. It's really... 
great. And this chapter is called Get the Fuck Out of the Middle of the Fucking Road, You Fucking Stupid Cunt. That's the name of that's chapter a little two. Bit, that's a little bit much. <laughs> because that's when someone yelled at E.G. out their car window <laughs> on her tour when she was in the middle of the road. Get the fuck out of the middle of the fucking road, you fucking stupid cunt. Is the second chapter in E.G.'s What Do We Need Men For? That. Yelled at them, though. Yeah. You know? Um, all right. Let me do another... Another musing. All right. Here's one. I like when other language words enter our like vernacular when we get to say like other people's words but like in english mm-hmm. uh faux pas faux pas yeah faux pas yeah give me some more what does a faux pas mean though like a misstep a bad yeah uh, faux pas it's not 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 good rendezvous to go together and uh, let's all go let's rendezvous Bruce somewhere Springsteen song oh, on a rendezvous uh <laughs> when a group of men uh <laughs> ejaculate on a woman face face thank you yeah because if 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 like if if english people name that it would be like co-op jack off or something has lame. quite entered the vernacular no. as faux pas what do you call rendezvous. it when a girl's face is covered in cum bukkake man it's 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 no that happen so often i mean what oh, else would you call it nothing because you don't <laughs> discuss it or experience it all right let me read another advice column oh, that was your whole musing I have yeah. a whole bunch, yeah, but that's yeah, all from the New York Times because E. Jean, I mean, because Cheryl Strayed's weren't working for me today. We got the one on, well, the one bid ongoing. We might have another one later. We don't know yet. It's going to be something. It's going to be, this one's for the fans, you know? Can I read one? Uh, here's, where was my invite? We received a Christmas cards from friends we've known since the se- we received a Christmas card from friends we've known since the 70s. It included the usual photos and updates, but also a glowing description of an elegant retirement party for the wife earlier in the year. My husband and I were not invited. We didn't even know about it. Now I feel hurt to have been excluded. Was the card tacky or am I being too sensitive? So they didn't get, they didn't get invited to a party. They got a Christmas card that was like had I guess a reference to a retirement party. Oh, like, like a the, general one. Hank's retired. Well, like we get a card in the mail, like a letter, like a card yeah. in the mail from our family members in California once or twice a year. Like it's almost like a little pamphlet they make, and it's got pictures <laughs> and like I, life updates Keeping for up each with of them. The it's like here's a picture of cousin Matthew with his oh, not me, not nice. my other cousin yeah. Matthew. Here's a picture of Matthew with his girlfriend. Uh, Good looking Matthew. He just graduated from the not depressed Matthew. Yeah, maybe not depressed. Um, and like Larry just retired from teaching at blah blah blah, and uh, our cats blah blah blah. Like that's really nice. But it's like you they were like we had a, party, a Facebook update or a Facebook right. status, and it's a nice thing because you know we, our extended family is really big, and there's a lot yeah. of older people, so it's really nice to do that. Do you have family reunions? No. No. Jews don't do that. We don't want. If you're you extended family, if we don't, you don't like speak, to be put in the same room. The the Jewish family rule is that if we don't speak to each other regularly, I'll see you at the next funeral. Interesting. Yeah. We huh. don't need to have family reunions. Though we used there used to be a small family reunion that that happened like two years in a row that we went to. You ever watch uh, Johnson Family Vacation? I've seen bits of where I, they I all go to a family reunion, dude. You gotta watch the whole thing. Is that Raven you- Simone? I don't Martin think Lawrence? so. No. It's, hey, um, hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Who's in Johnson Family Vacation? It's the scissor guy from the Chris Rock movie. You want some perp? It's that guy. The first two are penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> Cedric, the Cedric the Entertainer. That's the guy. I think I have seen Johnson Family Vacation. It's really fucking funny. It's also like from 2005. Is there a scene where someone gets in the hot tub with someone else at the end of that movie? 
Probably. Okay. I, think, I think that's Christmas I vacation. That's a really weird question, but uh, if that's that movie. All right, let me, let me read another one. Yes, there's the entertainer. He's in the hot tub with the Pro- something. Probably. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Um, this one's from Reddit. So there's no uh, reply. It was just comments. I never read the answer to mine. Oh, you, shit. You didn't give me your opinion. What was it about? They got a, they got an, uh, a card from these people that right, talked about a the retirement party. party. They get a Christmas they get a Christmas card every year. I can't that sort s- of has includes photos and updates. So I like compared it to the card we get every year from these people. And there's a picture of a party that they weren't invited to. I don't like retirement parties because I'm just going to some dude's house to celebrate that he's never going to work again. Yeah. I lost that fucking lottery, dude. I didn't win seventy million dollars, and now I'm just grudging. They don't get to have your retirement party. Yeah. Well, it was signed miffed, and in my experience, retirement parties are generally attended by colleagues and immediate family. If you hadn't even heard about it, you're probably not a close contact. A retirement, its celebration would rank as newsletter worthy in most years. And if you're old enough to have made friends in the '70s, you're old enough to know we can't all be invited to everything. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I almost spat my coffee. He says, okay, boomer. No, I added now. that in. It's a little... You're very uh, funny. Very funny. Lately, when I, I was so, when I was driving in Florida, like, Lately, I really... I've been, been, been. When I was in the cars in Florida, like, I really wanted to yell at this bad boomer drivers. Really? Like, I really want to yell at the window, like, speed up, boomer! Like, I, I don't know why. I got this, like, anger. You're, like, three years behind on this, man. I don't know. Ah. I know, but, like, I like that as a new insult. A boomer? It's yeah. a good... It, it's a great-sounding word. I went to a conference. I told you a couple months ago in Baltimore, oh, right, right, right. and I was in the in the exhibition room, like going table to table, different vendors. And I was talking to this. I went to talk to this young woman who was sitting at one of the tables because it was, you know, most of the people at the vendor tables were old white people. Yeah. Uh, so I talked to this woman. Of course, she was a brand ambassador who was hired just to be a young woman being there. <laughs> so, like, so I fell for the trap. She wouldn't even work for the company. Yeah. Um. And then this guy came up and asked her a question. And after he walked away, she went, okay, boomer. And I was like, whoa. I was like, you're supposed to be the brand ambassador. You can't be calling the other industry people boomer. I mean, that's clearly not the demographic. But I went over here. Zoomers and millennials. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about like, Film preservation, yeah. and she's like, I don't know anything about that. It's like a booth babe from E3 back in the day. Yeah, exactly. You like Xbox, you like big tits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was the? <laughs> I was just like, geez, she must be talking trash about all these people because like, ninety percent of this conference are old boomers. Anyways, do you want to listen to a Prudence? We have a Prudence video. Yes, let's do it. The video doesn't really do much, but we can listen to it though. Mm-hmm. It's funny. All right, I'll pause after she reads the question. Okay. You having fun, man? You glad to be I'm back? I'm having a great time. Hell yeah, man. Really nice. I'm having a great day so far. I went to therapy before this. It was one of my best sessions in recent time. Episode sixty-eight before the the great sixty-nine, man. He just 69 me. Oh. All right. It's connecting. Anyway, you know what I've been thinking about? I'll do your music. The Jeopardy tournament of all time is on now. Have you watched any of it? For the love of God, please don't. All I'm saying is like, it's really weird to watch a one hour episode of Jeopardy. It's yeah. It's three rounds, right? Yeah. It's each episode is like two full games of it's like each episode is like two shows of Jeopardy. Yeah. But the questions for this tournament are a little bit hard, more difficult than noticeably. Because I, yes. I, I remember during the tournament champions, I'm like, these are pretty fucking. No, tough. this is noticeably more difficult. Really. And so watching one hour where you're really not able to play along as much made it a little tough. Hmm. Also, Alex Trebek. I was listening to an interview with him where like people were asking him about like 
his last show and he talked yeah. about how he has like he's gonna say to the director i just need 30 seconds like can you retime the episode to give me 30 seconds at the end so Man. And, and he knows what he wants to say well i've read like, like the article to say that he's practiced his last episode yeah he's practiced it like that's just that's devastating mm. to me because we've never been alive. We've been alive for 25 years and Alex Trebek has hosted Jeopardy for our entire life. I've only been into Jeopardy the last like four years as well. So like just getting into it now and hearing yeah. that we got like. No, I've been into Jeopardy for like like watching on my own. For You're like the reason why I got years. into Jeopardy, really? man. I swear to God, I was at your house one day, maybe like your apartment with Greg four yeah, years to, ago. Five so when, years when Greg ago. and I lived at that apartment, I watched Jeopardy every single night. And I remember he, I was scrolling through because you guys had cable and he'd be like, oh yeah, Hoffman watches Jeopardy every record, single day. I recorded every recorded episode it. of Jeopardy. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, the guy watches Jeopardy every day. I'm like, what's so, what's the like about Jeopardy? And I remember for some reason, I was hanging at my friend's house and my mm-hmm. friend Jonah's house a couple of years ago and I'm like, Let's just throw on an episode of Jeopardy, man. Let's see, like, oh, let's go, like, you go through the phase where you're like, let's put on 80s Jeopardy. Let's put on, like, celebrities, right. 90s Jeopardy. I love Celebrity Jeopardy. So many good ones. And then you're like, let's just catch up with, like, what's on right now. And then you get, like, I've talked about way too much to one of my fucking friends, but mm-hmm. love it. An interesting thing. I've, so, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people. The best conversations I've had with people is if I've ever interviewed someone who was on Celebrity Jeopardy and I bring that up, they oh, want to really? talk. Like I met yeah. Michael McKean once mm-hmm. from Spinal Tap and all that stuff. He wanted to talk about Celebrity Jeopardy. It's hard to track down this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that like, unless you watched it, because like they, I have mm-hmm. a torrent. I probably have like a couple hundred episodes on my computer right now. Yeah, from you just can like, Jeopardy. But it's like, I want there to be some sort of Blu-ray, like give me like three, I swear to God. The greatest of Jeopardy? Just all the celebrity ones put together mm-hmm. and maybe like some HD stuff from the 90s and stuff like that. Give me like the New Year's Day ones or There's something great like that. Stuff. I remember Wolf Blitzer was on Celebrity Jeopardy. He got everything wrong. And really? He kept, like, pronouncing things wrong. So it'd be like the right answer, but he'd say, like, what the answer was Julia Child. And he went, Who is Julia Childs? And he wouldn't get it. And like, it was hilarious. All right, give me one second. I can't, I can't see okay. this video. Oh, this is my musing. So anyway, my musing is that I don't know how I feel about Jeopardy being a full hour long. All right. Like a little boring. We're riding a high right now. Okay, let's go. All right. Right, love, right. brother, love, say brother, loves travel and salvation show. Everyone knows. All right, ready for our video it's brother prudence? Love show. Yes, let's All do right. it. Hello, I'm Prudence. Today's letter is about a woman unnerved by her husband's photography collection. There's nothing to watch, dude. Let's see what Prudence looks like. Dear Prudy, my husband and I have been married for almost seven years. I'm 27 and he's 29. I've always known that he collects online porn, but I figured we're each entitled to some privacy when it comes to our fantasies. Recently, when I went to use the computer, he'd left open a lengthy catalog of recent image searches. A little uneasy, I looked through his files and found a stash of photographs he'd taken of women in real life without their knowledge. They're all focused on breasts and butts, though the women are fully clothed. One of the women is our neighbor in the house across the street. I'm very disturbed by this, not only because now I'm totally creeped out by the vision of my husband hunched by the window with a camera in one hand, I don't want to think about his other hand, but I'm worried about the legality here. Is it still against the law, even though he's not peeping at naked women? Help. Signed, distressed. Oh, mercy. Okay. How could you say the visual wasn't important to that? Let me explain to the audience. Regale them. That entire question was accompanied by an animation in which this man was Jimmy Stewart from Rear Window and yeah, the wife was you know, that Grace is very Kelly true. in Rear Window. It was totally 
him sitting out the window with a broken leg like rear window and it was i totally forgot about that and this one i found it because it won best animation for the prudence video archive it's really incredible it's like it's like a hitchcock spoof loved it so you're dating someone yes you check their porn oh no they're not into weird stuff they're into real life stuff which is weirder than weird stuff real life stuff like i don't know like getting off to shit in public like those kind of things you know like jerking off under a uh, table at KFC, you know, and you're like, that's I don't really want to fucking. Is that what the question's about? Because that's really fucked. No, it's it's worse. It's about that. he's a peeping tom, right? He has pictures on his computer of like naked or not naked women. They're but not like, naked. They're focused on boobs and butts. <coughs> that's her opinion. What? He's taking photos of these people. He's taking observational photography. Observational is photography. it digital? Or like, is it on fi- like? Is it on film? Like it sounds kind of artsy to me. <laughs> True. It's like he sounds like a Vivian Meyer. You know. It, you know what? I don't think it's illegal to take pictures from within your house outside of something. Like if you point your stuff out a window, you're legally allowed to take whatever photo you want out but your window. Did you know that paparazzi can't sell photos if it's through a window of someone's house? It's illegal. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's like the no peeping rule or something right. like that. Have you seen that video of Jake Gyllenhaal trying to like drive his car and the paparazzi surround him? No. Anyway, my They're question crazy. comes from my right. remark becomes from a film, a great film called Richard Jewell. It came out this year. It was directed by Clint Eastwood, starred Paul oh, Walter the, Hauser, and it, it's it's topical because the Olympics are this year, right? So yes. Paul Walter Hauser, so I really want to watch Sam Rockwell, Kathy Bates, John Hamm, Livy Wilde. It is incredible it's it's a really really great movie and oh, man. paul walter hauser and kathy bates and olivia wilde are incredible in it did you watch that trailer for the new netflix documentary by the people that made making a murderer my friend's gonna kill me it's it's i won my fantasy football league this year but i can't remember this guy's name he's he murdered like his family in 2012 your friend murdered his family? No, this football player, Antonio Hernandez, something Hernandez. Yes, 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 yes. And there's a fucking... So I don't know anything about him. But my boy was basically like, do you know like where he's at today? I'm like, don't tell me a fucking thing. I saw an ad for something about that. The, the trailer's fucking awesome, dude. The trailer has so good. me. And when it does it come on? January 15th. Oh. It's so soon. Is there anything better than like you see a trailer or something and like, oh, that looks good. And then, it's, and then you find out, oh, it's already out. Like today, I went, I thought to myself... You know <laughs> what did you watch that was out today? Today, I thought to myself... You know, I never. I thought to myself, did they ever make a third season of the MTV show Scream, which is based on the movies? And then I, I know bad show, but I loved it. And I googled it. I was like, oh, the third season already aired. So tonight when I get home, I can watch it all, and that's fantastic. I thought I was gonna love that show. That show sucks. I love that show. That show sucks so much. I love that show. Great performances. It's. I think the one thing that made me quit the whole season was in the first season. They're, they're talking about like movies in class. Like, I think what, you don't f- like Willa Fitzgerald. Yeah, the kids just you don't like, like Carlson Young. They'll just like yell stuff on the back, and then everyone turns around and like listens to their like film opinion. But that's what Scream the movie was. But this is so in your fucking face. It's like, well, that's not the rule of the Halloween series. And then it's like the teacher's like, oh yeah, Jason, tell me more. And I'm like, who the fuck talks like this? At least in the Scream movies, I fucking believe they talk like that because they didn't have fucking... Look, I just watched Netflix's <sighs> You, and I can tell you that the dialogue yeah. in MTV's Scream was a lot more realistic than That's the true. dialogue in Netflix's You. People like that show. I, I heard a lot of buzz about it that, It was man. just like, I watched the first episode, and I thought to myself, like, oh, I could get into this. And mm. then I, I was watching the second one, and, and 10 minutes into it, I was like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. Just predictable. But it's like eight like, episodes, But right? it's just like, like plot, like all the... All the things that happen are little plot points borrowed, borrowed from other things. Yeah. Like, oh, this is sort of Dextery, and this hmm. is sort of... And it just, like, 
felt recycled. It felt regurgitated to me. Like it didn't feel like there was a single original piece yeah. of that. We're back in the age of torrenting, man. We got too many fucking too streaming services this, to I, pick from. This is my endorsement for the M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan yeah, show. Yeah, I saw servant. posters around the city it's for that. So for servant, yeah, it's amazing. I swear to God, I, I, it's like it. a baby. And yeah, it's, yeah, I'm very excited to watch it's so it. So great, you should watch it. All right. Um. So what were we t- what were we t- the the peeping Tom? Right. You found yes. it. You found the really weird porn on your SL's computer, and it's of him peeping people. But this is not porn. It's just it's just like her husband has a photography. What hobby. are those children? That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Because child pornography is... They're just clothed children. No. I wouldn't have a problem. But if it's clothed You're children, I, I fucked, don't know. dude. You're fucked. It's different. <laughs> Let's listen to this answer, okay? okay. I think she's going to say, break up with him. He sounds crazy and contact the fucking police. You aren't actually coming to me for legal advice. <laughs> but go ahead and scroll around the web and you will see many mugshots of men arrested for taking True. pictures of unsuspecting yep. women. You are creeped out by your husband's behavior because he is a creep. His sexual kinks are likely to escalate and he'll probably end up in the rogues gallery Slippery of slope. peeping toms. You blessedly don't want to marry animals. But these aren't naked photos. How are they peeping toms? Very young to a man who is likely only to cause you pain and shame. I do think you need legal advice, and it should come from a divorce lawyer. (laughs) Fuck off, Prudence. I I don't think advice columnists should be allowed to give such specific advice. My mother used to listen to Dr. Laura in the car. Oh, yeah? You know Dr. Laura? She's a fucking nut job conservative. Like it, people call in for advice, and she yells at them. Basically, yeah. she got fired from from like her last. She's on satellite radio. She got fired from terrestrial radio because she called because she went on a rant where she said the n word like five times. Because <laughs> this black woman called in and was like, the black woman calls in and she's like, I'm going out with a white guy and his friends are white. And when I hang out with him, like they all they make like reference to my race. And Doctor Moore's mm. like, you can't be offended by that stuff. And then she just says the N word like oh, I don't know. It was God. really weird. You could listen to it after. But anyways Yes, please. She gives advice like that, where like someone gives a really short advice question, she's like, Leave your spouse yeah. right now, they're horrible. And I was like, You don't know the whole story. Yeah. It's not a peeping Tom. He's not taking it's naked weird. pictures it's of his neighbors. Regardless. He's just taking pictures of people in public. Get a normal hobby, dude. So play pool. What does Mark do? Takes pictures of people when they're not looking. I oh. love, but I, but I like. He's a fucking candid freak. photography. Like, there's nothing yeah. I hate more than a posed photo. All right, here's one Unless from Reddit. Unless it's like a portrait, but still. My so this person's 21 and female. My 21 female boyfriend. Reddit. This is from like a random person. Yeah. What's the what's the I usually don't bring what's these the, in. What's the subreddit? I just learned what that was. I think this one is. Am I the asshole? So people post like, here's the situation. So this is like Reddit.com slash r slash am I the I'm asshole? I am. I. Am I? Uh, is that t- right though? Yeah. The slash yeah. r slash. That's okay. how you get there. There's there a bunch of subreddits. You know, I, I'm on them for like sound recording. You know, uh, yeah. like I've a lot of a couple ones. subreddits. I'm sure there's like, like a film archive. There's one. like TV show one. Like yeah. I, I was reading a subreddit about the Cloverfield movies because like where's the next Cloverfield mm-hmm. movie? Where is the next? It's Cloverfield not that movie? Kristen Stewart movie that comes out that came out on Friday apparently. So remember, that's sad. remember when they? Yeah, I was reading about that a couple years ago. Remember when they released that one during um, the Super Bowl? That was the end of everything because that film sucked. Sucked, dude. Sucked. sucked. And it wasn't Cloverfield until like the last like second where the no. monster was like. And it wasn't even like it was on the earth like the the B plot down there 
ridiculous. What a t- what a sad thing, considering how good those first two films were. Dude, I was so sad when they took away the IMDb forms, man. That shit actually made me I sad. I talk about that all the time with people. It's really Because you would go on and find a weird niche movie that has no post or nothing, but every single movie had a, a message board on there. Mm-hmm. So you could go in there and be like, hey... I worked on this movie. Hey, I remember this movie, and I used to find so much cool but shit also, on like, there. Weird movies where people had like theories about like plots exactly and, like the motive and then, like, yeah, like metaphors and stuff. People would just talk about the film, and I think they it got it got too head to head with like the celebrityism of IMDb. They want to be right. on the red carpet way too fucking often, so like let's just cut off the fucking Community weirdos. Based, yeah. So here's um. Here's a subreddit. My boyfriend gets my attention when he does disturbing things in video games. Like what? Would that, would that count as like if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I like kill a hooker? Like does that count as disturbing things in video games? I'm sure it would. Okay. Or like when I played Sims and I'd I'd build up Damn. a room, they'd all go in, I'd take the door away, put fireplaces around the wall, fill it with chairs, and then make bets on who's gonna live the longest. So my boyfriend put the Sims in a pool, take the ladder, <laughs> yeah, the ladder away. away. Okay, go ahead. You ever see like the real life videos they made of the Sims where like people are just like. No, I haven't. It's great. We'll have to watch that after we watch the Dr. Laura of Rampage. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for three years, and he's recently gone into this game called The Division. You don't need to know a lot about the game, except that there's a life like stray dogs that roam around the city. They don't attack you or anyone on your team. They just roam around and eat stuff off the ground and things of that nature. Well, every time he finds a, he finds a stray dog in The Division, he gets my attention and makes me look up, and he shoots the dog. He doesn't do it super consistently because he knows I'll catch on if he did it all the time. Let me just turn into like a hey, dog honey, shooting this. simulator. Hey, what are you doing? Just killing some dogs for three and a half hours. Just taking some pigs out to pasture. <laughs> the, it's worse because he's like, oh, hey, Sharon, Sharon. Look at this. Look at this. I swear to God, it's not me. It, you ever see Paul Rudd on Conan? Every time it goes on, he's like advertising yeah, he shows a movie. The, he shows the clip from that. Mac and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. It's Does same he still thing. do that these days? A hundred percent. And they'll play it twice in the same segment. It's one of my favorite jokes. And this guy's like, I swear to God, it's not me shooting a dog in the game. Okay, it was me shooting a dog in the game. Okay. I gotta yeah. find out when the last time Paul Rudd was on Conan and did that. I think it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, well, that's pretty recent. That's funny. Paul Rudd was in that 200 Cigarettes movie I posted on New Year's. Yeah, with Dave I'd Chappelle. Like to watch that. that looks like a lot of fucking fun, man. I'd like to watch that. Um... Well, every time he finds a stray dog in the division, he gets my attention and makes me look up and shoots the dog. He doesn't do it super consistently. Oh, wait. Um, it just makes me sad. He knows it makes me sad, but he thinks he's hilarious. I've asked him to stop a couple of times, and he keeps doing it. I guess I'm just wondering, what can I say or do to actually get him to cut this out? It disturbs me that he has fun doing things like this. Too long did not read. My boyfriend gets my attention every time he kills a dog in a video game just because he thinks it's funny. Psycho! Everyone who's... Pl- every man... I mean, like you've we've all done bad things in, in video, video games. games. I mean, like I look, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption when I'm like riding my horse, and I'll get frustrated, and I'll take my gun out while I'm riding <laughs> the horse, this shit, and dude. I will. Don't say know, this shit, dude. You know, we've all done. We've all, you know, you've played Grand Theft Auto and like <laughs> killed. You know, you've gotten mad in Grand Theft Auto and you went on a, a, a rampage and yeah, murdered tons yeah. of people. But like, that's what you do in your private time. Like, that's what you do in like right. VR, where you're like, ah, it's a it's a killing simulator. I don't want anyone to see me in there. You know, there. I used to get bored playing Red Dead Redemption and I'd go into the forest and fight the bears, yeah. you know? Remember, um... Like the Revenant? Call of Duty, no Russian, at the airport? That, uh, that Remind me. You go it's up in the elevator and the guy's like, remember, no Russian. 
and they open up the door and you can beat the whole level without shooting your gun or you can actually shoot people and it was like a very conscious because you're shooting up a whole airport of like yes civilians. yes yes i do remember that i think it was call of duty modern warfare 2 and yeah you, you at the end they end up killing you because they know you're part of it but you're like killing like hundreds of people man like there's like you know swat teams that come in but very fucking yeah Devastating, and again, well, <laughs> he's calling you in to shoot dogs because you like dogs. Is that I don't the bit? think that it's this is good cause bit. for like real concern. I think he's just being a dick. Yeah, and he's playing a video game. He's too childish. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's like, like why a... do they let you do these things in the games? Well, because it's like you know, I guess like a little bit of realism. Auto, you could literally like pick up a prostitute, yeah. and take her to like a parking lot and like give her ten dollars to blow you. And that's fucking weird that that's in a video game. When I was in grade, and then when she gets out of the car, <laughs> you can run over her and take your ten dollars back. When I was in grade four, I got Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for my birthday, and then my mom found out that, like, the copy that went to stores was rated A for adults because of the hot coffee mod, because you can just have sex in the game, and she fucking hid it from me. I was devastated. I played it for, like, four days, and then she took it away from me, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, When we were kids, my mother... Two things she ever hid. One was a VHS copy of Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Really? And my sister, whenever we'd have baby- Was it the third one? The second That's one. member, yeah. Second one. And whenever babysitters, babysitters would come over, we'd find it and then like nice. convince them that we were allowed to watch it and watch it. And then my dad once bought one of his co-workers' kids' Nintendo 64 off the kid for us. Oh, really? And we got, he gave us all the games with it, and my mother had nice. hidden Goldeneye. And anybody oh, that knows Goldeneye's the greatest game of all time, eventually I did find Goldeneye, yeah. and I did play Goldeneye, and it was fantastic. That was back in the day when you had like the whole afternoon to like just like search through your whole house. Like, all right, I'm going to check this whole room, the whole fucking room, and I'm going to make sure I find that fucking game. Yeah, I remember. It was like when PlayStation came out, and my dad, I think what he did was he bought one or two, play- he bought like uh, one or two PlayStation games, and in exchange, they gave him the M64 and all the uh, games, and it was perfect for us. This is right. a good episode. It's getting better. <laughs> it's getting better. All right, here's one. Dear Karen Feeding. You Oy know what? You read Oy this vey? one. Oh, you read yeah, this thank one. thank you. We got papers here today for a reason. It's from the Times. From the fucking I Times. I just opening the New York Times, right? This is from the New York Times. My friend gets the Globe and Mail, and they do a massive crossword every day for Christmas. And I was like, you mean every day for Christmas? Sorry, they do it every Christmas for one day. It's a massive, like the whole double page thing. It's a fucking big, big, big crossword. A lot of fun to do. And I was like, yo, you get the Global Mail. Did you get the fucking crossword? He's like, nah, someone fucking stole it in his apartment building. He gets it delivered to his door. Because like they let in like the newspaper guy just go in and like you leave him at the door. Some guy fucking took his Global Mail. Someone in my building gets the the Wall Street Journal and they don't always take it. And I was like, can I take it? I say after like five days. No, no, it never stays that long. <laughs> it's just like seven or eight hours. I'm like, man, yeah. it's not the morning anymore. You don't need it. You can just put it back after you're done. Okay. Uh, Anyways, dear Karen Feeding. Oh, I thought you said, wait, 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 wait a second. This is a game changer for me. Have you always used dear Karen Feeding? No, that's the Karen Feeding. That's just like one of the ones I do. I think it's I, Slate. So I've always thought it was that a, it was a woman named Karen Feeding. Karen Feeding. Fe- how it sounds, right? And now that I'm looking on the page, it says Dear Care and Feeding. I was like, oh, it's not Karen Feeding. Yeah. Anyways, Dear Karen Feeding. Karen Feeding. My daughter Riley is turning six in about a month. We're about to send out invitations and are intending on inviting her whole kindergarten class to her party, except for one. 
this girl, Isabella, is a bully to most Izzy. of the class. Is a bully to most of the class, but especially Riley, and Riley hates her. I have seen enough interactions between them to know that Riley's dislike is very valid, as this girl is just plain awful. And if she is invited, she will ruin the party, and not just for Riley, but also for a lot of the other kids from her class, and even some of the parents, too. Unfortunately, I know that Isabella's mom will somehow catch wind of the party, and there will be drama, and she will probably get the kindergarten teacher involved. No, no drama. Riley is dead, <clears throat> dead set on inviting her whole class, but also dead set on this girl not being invited. Is it okay to invite practically the whole class but leave Isabella's name off the invite list? Or should I make Riley suck it up and invite Isabella anyway? Signed, and then there was one. I think so. I think she should invite her anyway? No. See, when I had my bar mitzvah, yeah. The school had this rule that you had to invite the whole class That's, for the bar mitzvah. Did you go to Jewish high school? Yeah. No, no, no. Bar mitzvah is not in high school. It's in middle school. Did you go to Jewish middle school? Yes. So and everyone a, so everyone in your whole grade is basically having a bar mitzvah. Yes. So you're going to 29 bar mitzvahs and buying 29 fucking gifts? If you go to... That's they, insane. You, you, only like half of them end up actually having their bar mitzvahs. And the rest are well, some people end up doing do like, Some people end up doing like just the synagogue service and don't have a party. So like so that's you, different. Like eloping? I'm a man now. I ran away for the weekend. You do the morning service where you read from the Torah, and then there's a party. Not everybody does the party. Anyway, my point of my story is there was this one girl in our class. Her name was Talia. That's her real name. Yeah. And because it was I grade eight. Yeah. And um, there was so she would notoriously RSVP that she was going to these bar mitzvahs <gasps> and, and not, not show up because you, there'd be, the, there'd be the, the, the table with all the name cards on it yeah. and hers would always be there at the end of the night so I remember saying to my mother like Talia. mom let's not even waste the money inviting Talia and because she wait, she wait, never wait. comes <laughs> anyway my mother said no we have to invite her so we invited yeah. her she said she was coming yep. and I and I approached her and I said Talia look you're 13 yeah, I said, Talia, look, you always say you're going to the bar mitzvahs and you never go. And like you end up making, you know, you're paying to make sure there's enough food for people and you're putting a plate, you're seating someone at a table. What do you eat at a bar mitzvah? Like a steak or chicken kind of thing? There's usually like an adult meal and a kid's meal. Oh, really? Anyways. Oh, so yeah, Talia, Josh was saying how he always snuck in the good stuff. Right. So Talia, oh, I have a Josh music. Oh, so glad. And we got to uh, have him back on the podcast. I would, really miss would. him. And, um... Anyway, so Talia said, I'm going to come to the bar mitzvah. And of course, she didn't fucking come. Yeah. And I was so fucking mad. Anyways, <laughs> so on to the answer, like, I think, like, I know the right answer is that they should invite everybody, but, like, my answer is, like, no, fuck this kid. And when the mother calls, you, like, say, okay, back well, to the... It, well, it says the school might call, too. Okay, back That's to the scary. bar mitzvah. Back yeah. to the bar mitzvah. I invited everybody from my camp cabin Right, and then I, and there were there were every year at camp there were like four three or four you know boys cabins bunk, bunk boys yeah, yeah so yeah. I invited all the guys from mine and like a very small selection of people from other cabins yeah. I invited this one guy and not someone in his cabin that was his first cousin and I, because I didn't wasn't as close with that guy and his mother the first cousin's <laughs> mother called my mother I'm like was blank's invitation lost in the mail no way and I was like no yeah. it was like I, no was, I was good way. friends with his cousin and not as good friends with him so I didn't have to why should I have to invite both of them who's responding you or your mom at this point my mom at this point has to tell this other woman that like yeah, my son just doesn't like your no, son. No, we actually folded and said that it did get lost in the mail. And he came and and he, there was a substantial... He gave Hi, a Matt. substantial gift because I think the mother Hi, knew... I think the mother knew that I didn't really want him there. Yeah, obviously. 
But is it was it because you be, if you're having a party that you're paying for, you should be free to invite or not invite whoever you want. Was inviting him like because here's it, it sounds like you weren't close to him. You ended up having to invite him. How was he as a person though? Was he just like a weird guy? No, was he just, just like a rando that happened to be fine. there? Just fine, yeah, just fine. But like I, you know, I was close. The world. There was two people in his cabin. That I was close to, and yeah. the, and then those two people and him are kind of like a group of three. But I was never really interested, and in, I was never part of that sort of yeah. thing. But like when they're on their own, they were always a group of three. So there was this idea of like, oh, you invited the two of them, but not him. It's like, well, why the fuck not? Hmm. Well, Anyways, so I'm supportive. Okay, well, let's read this answer. What do you think? Um, I think don't invite her because like at that age. Everything seems like a really also big five deal. Five-year-olds, yeah, and everything seems like a big deal when you're five. So, like, why not just let them win in this case? Because it's like, it's not being you nice. Mean let them win as an invite or don't invite. There's a difference between not inviting like the weird kid in the class and not inviting like the fucking bully. Like, I don't know, man. Like, if you're a bully in a kindergarten class and like, you know, just don't invite them. It's it's so strange. Like, I remember. If there was ever, like, one of those kids at one of my birthday parties, it would feel so strange to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess the hour was still inviting the And you know what? Class. Like, if this girl's mother decides to get mad and call and yell, it would be great. It would be a great opportunity for the mother who's hosting the party to say, look, your kid's a bully. Yeah. And this isn't one party she's not being invited to because of the way she treats other kids. So maybe you need to have a conversation with your daughter about the way she treats other people and let her know that if she's going to continue to be a fucking cunt, she's not going to get invited to more parties. Wow. I didn't Except- think you used that word, but... You <laughs> need to call the six. No, but seriously, it's like, you know, you're a fucking bully. You yeah. don't get invited to the party. You're going to, is that going to make you sad and make you cry? Good. You deserve to be sad and cry. Sorry. It's the, actually the person who's the villain in this situation is the, is the bully's mother. Because if your kid's five years old and is so mean to other kids that she's not getting invited to parties, like you need to check it with what's going on. You really need to check in. I can't believe you have not said because the word once the again, yet. once again, you made a good point. There's a difference between not inviting the weird kid yeah. and not inviting and the bully. The bully. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't have to. Remember the movie 8th grade? I haven't watched it. It's so nice that they invited Kayla to that party. But if Kayla was a bitch, they shouldn't have invited her. Yeah. If there's someone that's like not like just doesn't have any friends, invite that person. But if it's like someone that you like actively like don't like, you know, like a bully and person. You know, no. There are all these TV. I remember like Boy Meets World and all these TV shows yeah. are trying to make us like feel bad for the bullies. Yeah. Do we have to, though? I remember once in second grade, me and the bully, like not the bully, but like the kid that was just like rough with everyone had the same lunch bag. So I ended up grabbing his lunch bag because like after lunch, we all like just chuck our lunch bags into like a hamper and it would be brought to our class and we would just like pick them out. Do you want to name the bully right now? The real name? Just like I can't drop remember the name? him. I, I honestly can't. I think maybe like Ricky. I don't think I've ever met a Ricky Ethan before. Stern was kind of a bit of a bully at school. Is that Howard Stern's son? Unfortunately not No relation But he, mm. I remember once He sent out an email To people Like just like Shit talking me <laughs> Under a fake email cyber address Cyber bullying baby yeah, it, was, it was like This was early cyber bullying This was like This was like 2004 cyber yeah. bullying Like 2005 cyber bullying he Sent an email And like it just got back to me And I was just like And eventually admitted it Cause he was like Yeah I was really mad at you that week I was like well, Fuck off You sent a fucking email Shit talking me To like the whole grade Go hmm. fuck yourself the whole and then I grade. Told him, Did you have an email chain with the seventh there was only like grade? Thirty of us. And then I told him that like I had a crush on this girl, and then he asked her out the next day. Really? What a dick! I hope he listens to this. Did he get the girl? Yeah, he did. I hope he called. Oh. You know what, Ethan? Like, 
listen to this and you should reach out and apologize. Anyways. I can't believe you haven't said the fucking word of the What's day What's the yet. word? You've gotten like this fucking close like nine times. Circumcise. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you, man. Uh, foreskin. Can't help you, man. Uh, Jewish. We should read the answer. Yeah. You don't have to invite Isabella. It sounds like it would ruin the party. There will be some consequences. Isabella's mom may go off on you. But you'll just have to deal with that when it comes. You cannot, however, invite everyone else, regardless of Riley's preferences. More importantly, the teacher should not be hearing about the situation for the <laughs> yeah, first time you, yeah. when Isabella's mother calls her. If Isabella is a bully to your daughter and others, you need to talk to the teacher about that now. It's a much bigger issue than when, whether or not she gets an invite. You can also ask if the school has a birthday party policy, which many of them do. See, this is what I'm talking about, these policies. A policy? Yeah, which many of them do, <laughs> in order to avoid Get unpleasant and humiliating here. situations. No way. I'm, they do. That policy may be as simple as invite whoever you want, but if you, That's don't, insane. if you don't invite everyone, you cannot hand out invites at school. Riley is sick. That's so dumb. It's dumb, but like... You know, it's dumb. It sounds dumb if there's like 60 kids, but when there's a class of 20 kids, 21 kids in a grade, like it, which Who's isn't a thing anymore. The whole grade. I know, but it's it's you know these like who, kindergarten. Who can, and it's, who can different. have 20 kids at a birthday party? Like there's like seven max of the birthdays I went I'm to. Sure, no, 20 like, fucking yeah, kids. Laser Quest could accommodate a party laser for 20 quest. kids. Mini Putt. Mini um, Putt. You know, there are these places that could accommodate. Burger King play place. <laughs> Burger King play place. Riley is six. She's probably dead set on 19 things a day. You should tell her she can invite six kids or 10 kids or any number above zero and below the entire class minus Isabella. I do think that even if Isabella were a no-holds-barred fire monster, it's unkind to have only one child excluded. If Riley throws a fit, you can ignore it. You are the parent. You are being reasonable. So this advice column, that's from a different question. What do you... Okay, it is from a different question. Okay, thank God. I was just like checking it. Um, this woman's basically like, okay, either the bully's not invited or the second least cool person's right. getting uh, uninvited now. They invite all but two. <laughs> it's like either that. everyone comes or two people are left behind. Oh, okay, easy mom. Well, see, that was my thing in my bar mitzvah. It was like, I invited my entire cabin, yeah. but not the entire unit. And I didn't leave anyone from my cabin out, but I was, and therefore was allowed to invite, you know, I invited my cabin plus two or three other people. Are there any other like units or like accommodation things that you have to include? So you have this the classroom for the bar mitzvah. You have your cabin where there's like was there like a submarine crew, like a submarine Jewish crew they all hung out with, or like no, that was it. No skydivers crew or that something like that. Just the two. Yep, just the two. That was with my friends, my, my family, school guess, friends, right? and my camp friends, yeah, and my okay. family. But like we have weird, like our family has weird things with who to invite because my mom's family is huge. All right, let's see if we got any more fucking things. Just because you're part of the funeral family doesn't mean you get to be part of the bar mitzvah oh, family. I need you to read this one. Okay. Oh, these are great. There's two really good ones here. Do we do it now? Yeah. Do you have another musing before I get into it? No, no, it's real good. Dear Karen Feeding, our kids, four and six, have gotten really close to their new neighbor's kids. I already saw ahead of word. I know why you gave this to me. Our kids four and six have gotten really close to our new neighbor's kids who are five-year-old twins. The, that, the family is Jewish, and we are big Santa people in my house. Obviously, they are not. None of them have said anything about Santa not being real. I think their parents are careful about that. But it would be incredibly rude to ask their but would it be incredibly rude to ask their parents to tell their kids to play along a bit? I just don't want our kids to say, what did 
I just don't want our kids to say, what did Santa bring you? And to hear nothing. I would think it would be confusing and upsetting for them. But I don't want to be rude or insensitive. Good question. Jingle bells. You know, 100% I would have that uh, worry if I was an adult with, you know, a parent of sorts with kids. Do you, well, are like, you being well, serious? Because I'm sorry the other angle where it's just like well, like, what, obnoxious. So what? So you're a kid, right? Can you ask your Jewish kids to like believe in Santa Claus so my kids no, don't get butthurt? But, but so did you? Did you have friends that believed in Santa when you were younger? Uh, I don't really think I had many Goisha friends. Don't call us that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think that's as offensive as some other fucking no, words. No, but like okay. I went to Jewish school like until high until high school, so I didn't really. Know any non I didn't really know anyone who like okay. actually believed okay. in Santa Claus or knew them well enough that I'd sit there and be like, Jesus, eh? I just think there's very little to Judaism in terms of like religious practices that are like deeply invested in illusion. Like, aside from the fact that on Passover, you're supposed to like put a glass of wine by the door for Eliyahu, for the drunks, right? But really, it's like for the drunk parents to drink. Like, now I, I chug that glass of wine. Oh my, like my God. mother puts it there, and like, you. we don't even ask. It's like, it, the best thing about the Eliyahu, Eliyahu cup on Passover, you put it out for someone, you sing the song, and then like whoever's the quickest, sneakiest member of the family does a little tiptoe over and, and shoots down the glass of wine. Do you ever open your eyes when everyone's praying? We don't do that. We you don't, don't pray? To, you don't have to close your eyes when you pray when you're Jewish. Really? Except for there's there's one Are line. Ashamed? There's one line in the um, in in the Shema where you're supposed to like cover your eyes for one line. It's like yeah. six seconds. But we don't do like fake close your eyes prayers. We're allowed mm. to look at each other. Dear Jingle Bells. No, 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 oh, absolutely oh, oh. not. Do not do this. It would be extremely rude. Also, anti-Semitic. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't fucking say that. I don't want to look at it. Doesn't also, anti-Semitic. Also, did I write this? Also, if you don't listen to me and do this anyway and their parents reasonably freak out at you, please tell them that you contacted a parenting advice columnist named Nicole Cliff and she said not to do it, but you did it anyway Nikki. and she told you this is what would happen. Signed, Nicole. I'm with Nicole. We've, as I said, yep. we've had enough of you people yep. telling us how okay. to do things. We're just having Back fun. Back the fuck off. We're just there's, having fun. There's not that many Jews left. Just let us be. When I worked at Starbucks, I, I, I always made sure I would say happy holidays. I wouldn't say anything specific, except like on specific days. I don't really, that doesn't bother me. And I actually like, well, I wouldn't want to hear like, you know. Okay, I mean, but when I, when I go into a store, when yeah. I would like go into a store on the 24th, the 25th, or the 23rd, and I'm leaving, I would say Merry Christmas to the people, and yeah. I'm Jewish. Because you're sane and like yeah. reasonable. Like I went to my, I went to my dry cleaners, I was like, Merry Christmas, because yeah. like I know that they celebrate Christmas, and it's just. So I was listening to the radio. Yeah. So Whitney Cummings, before she went on her vacation, said to her staff, she has a you know, group of yeah. office people working here, she said, take care on the way of walking up the door. Take care, everybody. Merry oh, yeah. Christmas. And when yeah. she got back after the break, she got called to HR and they were like, one of your interns complained that yeah, you said Merry Christmas. But like, what what HR? The HR for Whitney Cummings? Like, for, her, produ for her production nah, company. I don't know. You want to One little hit. Cut that out. I will. Um, we'll just do the hit now and then. Anyway, so... Yeah, so which is imagine being an intern like complaining about that. Like you got a cushy, you got a cushy internship working for Whitney Cummings, one of the great comedians. I can't imagine complaining about anything ever. Also, there's another one on the back of that that you should read. It's also really good. I wonder what the word of the day is. That was a really good question. I can't believe you haven't said the word of the day. It's 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 your word. 
I'm trying to think like how many words do I have? Like it's a word that I invented or it's like one of my favorite. It's one of my Both. catchphrases. It's it's a lot. It, it's you. It's not anti-Semitism. It's you. You'll figure it out. Jew? Yeah, no. You already tried it's that. It's me? Yeah. So is it like, is it an insult or is it? I can't answer that question. It's me. Scum? I got it! You got the word of the day, baby. Scum, scum, yeah, scum. <laughs> when Josh Rapp listens, when Josh Rapps listens to this, he's gonna be like, "It's scum." Yeah, the, the whole episode. Everyone was yelling it. Oh my god! Oh, well, scum. Yeah, he said the word of the day, baby. Thank you. It was like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, loved it. You want me to read this? Yes. I really like you giving me printed out ones to read. It's really nice. It's fun. Okay, this is a longie. Fuck Staples, though. I'm going to have a little sippage of coffee first. And I think there might be the second half on the back of a page, but fuck it, I don't care. It might be that. It looks like it. All right. Dear Annie. Annie, are you okay? I just can't believe I thought Care and Feeding was a woman named Karen Feeding. But anyways, dear Annie, and I'm sure that most of the... However many listeners you have left have thought yeah. the same thing. Dear Annie, there is an elderly man who attends daily mass at my church. He insists on hugging. Oh, this is a Joe Biden special. He insists Dude, on hugging. Dude, so weird. That guy's. Uh, Stop hugging people, Joe. Just lay off. He insists on hugging many of the women after mass as they leave the church. He is a nice man, and I don't think he's up to anything creepy. I think he's probably a throwback to the 70s when hugging was a big thing in churches in particular. Am I not supposed to be hugging people? Do you hug people in your church? I don't go to church, do you, and Jews aren't supposed to touch people. Do you go to sex. a church at least like once a year, though? What is a church? Like a ch- synagogue? The- synagogue? I go to synagogue usually, ideally, like before I moved to New the York. The place I'd be where it smells like burnt candles. I do go to synagogue four days a year. Four days a year, guaranteed? Yep, two days Rosh Hashanah, two days of Yom Kippur, guaranteed. And guaranteed. then maybe like my grandmother goes, every, ever since my grandfather died, my grandmother goes every Shabbat in the morning. And like if I, if I was living in Toronto, maybe I'd go with her a couple yeah. of times. That's nice. Maybe yeah. I'd go with you. I'd love you that. You can come. Anybody can come on the weekends. Really? You need a ticket for Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, but any other yeah. time, anyone can come. I'd love to do like a Rosh Hashanah. But I'll let you know, here. like we have security now, so don't <laughs> plan anything. Yeah, yeah. Are you trained in like knife combat? There now is there is somebody at my at my synagogue with a gun. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's all I'm saying. So don't fucking come, okay? <laughs> Bye. There's don't show up at my synagogue. Anyways. Hugging was a big thing in the seventies. I I don't know. I was introduced to 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 my one of my best friends' girlfriend's friends, and I hugged her. Was that wrong? Um, no. Okay. I I mean, if, yeah. I on yeah. the other hand do not like hugging people I hardly know. I feel strongly that one physical displays of affection should be reserved for people you are friendly with, family, close friends, etc. And two, if a person says I prefer not to hug, that should settle it. I agree. No one likes a dude that hugs everyone. No, everyone is different. You want yes, like a grandma sure. or yeah. something? I nice. hug, but I hug. I'm a dude who hugs every grandma. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not saying this man has ulterior motives. I would like for my boundaries to be accepted. I have told this man politely that in no uncertain terms, I am not a hugger. I have put out my hand to shake his hand before he can go in for the hug, but he insists on brushing my hand aside get and over hugging here. me no, anyway. Get over here. Get, get over me, here. Bring it in. It's as if he thinks he's be, he's going to cure me of whatever he thinks is my problem. Ugh. This has been an ongoing problem for several years. I have tried staying in my pew and praying until he leaves, but he praying. often hovers not far <laughs> off until I depart. Sometimes he's even come over, interrupted my prayer, just listen to that hug. Uh, Karen, you you mind a little uh, little hug? Now I do have a friend 
Really? In New York. Likes to hug? Where, no, it, it, she's part of my friend group, and she always, like, talks about, like, she doesn't like physical contact. She doesn't like to hug. Right. So I always try to hug her, like, just to piss her off. Is yeah. that a terrible thing? I'm Depends always, like, if it's, like... Because uh, she's so obnoxious with telling you that she doesn't like to be, t- uh, to be hugged. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Anyways... I guess I'm terrible. I guess I'm Joe fuck Biden. Fuck off. Come over I'm here. Like, fuck off. Give me a hug. Get over here. <laughs> it's like she's, she's like a vegan, but with hugs. She's yeah. like, hi, I'm blank. Oh, hi. I don't like to be hugged. I'm like, okay, Jesus. You know what? That does make me want to fucking hug yeah, them, though. Yeah, yeah I'm going to like, fucking in. get and you. And then every now and then she'll, she'll be like, give me a hug. And I'm like, ah. Well, yeah, so, yeah, well, that's the worst. Because then you're like, what do I believe now? It's hug night. Anyways, I'm not a mean person. I sometimes just give in and give this man a hug. I am never unkind, yet I know he takes it personally and that I am not eager to greet him with a hug every time I see him. As for why he is so needy, I really don't know. I know he is married and has four adult children and several grandchildren, so I presume he isn't lonely. He seems to get plenty of hugs from the other women (laughs) of the church. I should add that I am married and in my 60s. My husband and I have a happy marriage and great Intimacy. I want to hug this woman now. I am affectionate with all my kids, including plenty of hugging, especially with my grandchildden. Uh, I wound up leaving uh, mass feeling guilty for having geez. to insist on boundaries with this man. This Signs, man's watching her like hug her grandchildren. He's like, I want, I want a piece of that. Signed, sixty and swinging. <laughs> swinging. No, t- no, signed, not a hugger. Oh man. That what is- do you think about that? Oh man, I can't imagine having like some old dude trying to fucking hug you all the time. That sounds horrible. Because I can't imagine this dude would try every time. Maybe he's like so starved for human contact. He just does it to everyone and everyone gets away with it. And then he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like, I just do it to everybody, you know? And it's like, well, not to me. Yeah, but why does, why does Joe B, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe B like, gets, a, gets one free. Yeah, like why does Joe Biden have to hug Joe everybody. Biden ain't hiding like this new video came out did you see from like last week of him kissing the girl on the cheek Dude, the one I sent you the, yeah, the yeah, woman yeah. graduating oh my god and she's into it but like the internet's not I mean I'd vote for him I don't know there was someone who interrupted Is one of running? his of course there was someone who interrupted nice. one of his rallies that was like stop touching people google creepy uncle joe <laughs> no like, way yeah yeah add like that a to heckler, the list man i want to watch this a heckler like buddy like you know this is a problem stop Eh. I have a friend. They kiss the babies. I have a friend who hugs everybody. Everybody. And I have heard from other people that people don't like his hugging and feel uncomfortable. Oh, really? And he hugs everybody. And like every now and then. Is it me? Is it me? It's not you. Is it me? Every now and then it's in like a work context. Oh, no. That's a toughie. That's a toughie. You can't escape that. And I gotta, I'm always trying to find the right moment to be like, hey, like someone told me that like they were told by someone else that you hugged them and they didn't want to be hugged. It's like, don't hug people anymore. You know what happens to me like thrice a week? I'll be like down the line of people and you're saying goodbye to them and it's like, dude, friend, and they're good friends. They mm-hmm. hug. Yeah. Three chicks. Hug, hug, hug. Me, you know? It's like, oh, he's he's done like four hugs in a row and it's like, is he going to go for does he go for Five it? for hugs? Or do I you pull have, my fist I out and to. I just give him a fist bump and I say, I'll see you next time, dude. Good yeah, seeing you. Like that when you see like a bunch, when you're like saying goodbye to good friends, you're yeah. hugging them and then there's like a, someone there who you don't know as well. Like, yeah. do I hug you yeah, anyways? do I give you a hug or do I just shake your hand? I don't. If it's someone I've just met for the first time, I like, I, I, I hug people I'm going to hug and then I say like, nice to meet you. Take care. Yeah. If, yeah. if you pair it with a nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. So nice to meet you. I don't yeah. even do like a handshake or anything usually. But sure. Like, that's nice a good to way to get you. 
fraternity. She should house. do that to Joe with church. Nice to meet you. Nice to nice meet, meet you. you. Every week. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I think what she should do next time is next time he hugs her, right when the hug goes around her, she should just go, ah, and just scream <laughs> and just do that every time. And then he just stop. <laughs> He's like, he put like his hands on like. Just shriek a little shoulders. bit when he hugs you. Ah. Okay. Answer. Mace him. Dear not a hugger, this man needs to learn to take no thanks for an answer. No matter his intentions, it's inappropriate for him to insist on hugging you after you've told him that you're rather not. Mm-hmm. And it makes my jaw drop that he would interrupt your prayers to do this. <gasps> the next time he was in for a hug, when you've extended your hand for a handshake, don't feel bad backing away and taking all the space you need. It feels embarrassed. It feels embarrassed, but that's his own fault. It feels embarrassed? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm wrong. If he oh, feels bad. embarrassed, that's his own fault. You are not being rude. He is being disrespectful. Is that is that the second half? No, this is the second half to a different question. Do you have the end of this? Um, Probably not. Really? Yeah. You don't want to use the computer at Staples for an extra minute? So, yeah, then just don't hug him, apparently, mm. according to this. Too bad we don't have the answer to that. Oh, well. You know what? We can guess what they were going to we say. We can guess. Yeah, don't hug. Are you ready for the bit? Yes. All right. Uh, I went on Fiverr. What's fi- what is that? You just go on. It's like a website where like people charge five dollars for like menial things. Mm-hmm. So I paid someone five dollars to write a thousand word story about you and me and our podcast. Okay. Uh, open up that pillow right there. The zipper at the top. <laughs> Unzip that pillow. It's the, the zipper's <laughs> at the top already for you. It should be. Reach in there, and I numbered the pages. Am I gonna read this? Yeah, I mean, I haven't read it yet. I have not read anything. I love you hid something in the pillow next to me before. It was there the whole time. It was there the whole time. Uh, The page should be numbered. It's one, two, three, four. Someone wrote a thousand words for for five dollars. It was like six pages. That was crazy. That sucks. Yeah, it's it's a good fucking price. So the pages are labeled one, two, three, four, but it's like it skips a page. It was page one, and then two. So if you want to, do you think he edited this or just went over it? I didn't look at it. I didn't. Look, I, didn't look I at want to hold it in a certain way that like I can't. I can't even look ahead. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna hold it with a page in front of it. It's so like going line by line. We don't have to read the whole thing. I think we should. And then I don't you think can cut, we, you can cut around it. I swear we should probably cut all of it out. Okay, let's start. Hey there, everyone. I'm Matthew Lesson, and you are listening to Pop Culture Soundbites, the world's best podcast for questions about film trivia. <laughs> No matter how many times Matthew said that, it never got old. And he has been saying it for the past six years. For the past six years, I, Matthew, had been living the dream alongside his closest, Gorian Logan. Just two nerds with a podcast that snowballed into a huge success. You haven't read this? No. I did not. And I'm Gorian, who after six damn years is still himself. His partner in crime sat across from him in the way that he usually did, laid back in his chair with a warm coffee held in a mug. No way. It doesn't say that. He looked looked incredible today. He was wearing a soft black sweater and... that hugged his well-built body and a pair of khaki shorts that showed off his powerful muscular legs. So again, <laughs> haven't read it. Don't know what's coming up. There's some coffee. This, this is, really is probably good. like four percent that we've read so far. This is, this really is nowhere near a thousand words right now. God, I should just cut all this out. I don't think any of this no, is no, going to be this useful. Is really I don't think this is a good fucking bit. And you're. 
And you're great at that second fiddle stuff, Matthew joked. He wiggled his eyebrows at Gorian, who of course did not raise did not rise to the bait. I have he my copy re- here. I can follow along with you. No, don't, don't, don't. He I can simply, read my parts. Oh, no, I don't want you to ruin it. He simply replied with an easy smile that always left Matthew a little breathless. Speaking of which, can you believe that he's wearing shorts today in this? <laughs> Did you know that on The Sopranos, after one of the fans of the show complained that argument boss shouldn't wear shorts, James Gandolfini wore shorts for the show's entire run out of spite? This feels a bit like that. James Gandolfini didn't wear shorts for the entirety of The Sopranos. Wait, wait, wait. Did he just make that up? Interesting trivia there. We have quite the lineup today. Joining us tonight is a longtime friend of the show, the beautiful, the multi-talented, and eternally sarcastic Robin Fonda, who of course will hear who of course will hear it with us to enjoy our company and not just tolerating us. Is the is the grammar fucked up or is yeah, I'm reading okay. it the way it's written. So it's so it's a little janky. Yeah, who of course Again, will f- hear five with dollars us to thousand. enjoy our company and not just tolerating us to promote her si- her highly successful book straight to the point. Gorian continued, his delivery as dry as ever. He seemed unflappable, and that made him even more irresistible somehow. Did you say like write me as being like this? And I I wrote down like a couple facts about us. Mm-hmm. I said. I also didn't use my real name. I used your real name, but not mine. Why does mine say Matthew Lesson? Uh, I didn't use your full name. It's your first name, but I did not. I did not want this person to put my. So I wrote um, a different name. This is Gorian. I switched it out. Oh, okay. Find and replace. I forgot. This is you being charming. Matthew took a quick swig of his drink. Just before that, however, we would like to take a few calls from some of our listeners. Oh, I think I know where this is going, Gorian said with a smirk. My eyes could help but go to his legs as he <laughs> as he uncrossed and crossed them again. Then again, Gorian didn't mind. He knew Matthew, and he definitely knew the effect his body had on not just him, but pretty much everyone. On the spur of the moment, his hand darted out and groped Gorian. <laughs> On the spur of the moment, his hand darted out and he groped Gorian in the crotch. His eyes went wide and Gorian smiled, which he felt the unmistakable shape of an erection. Is this still the first page? What the fuck is this? It's a story. I I paid someone. Did you pay him to write erotic fiction? I don't know what it was. I just said, hey. His eyes went wide and Gorian smiled, which he... This is like... Gay porn, and he felt the unmistakable shape of an erection. And on that wait, note, so I'm feeling you up. I think I'm feeling you up. Okay. Yes, his hand darted out and groped Gorian in the crotch. And on that note, Gorian over there has a bit of video to show the audience here. And for those of you listening, after this goes up for download on Tuesday, check out the YouTube channel for this masterpiece. <laughs> so watch with awe and wonder as our wonderful guest Robin teaches myself and Gorian the finer points of a catfight. Not while we both appear in... Now, while we both appear in sequin Can we just gowns, skip to page three? Yeah, only one of us appear in full... Only one of us appear in full-on lingerie, and it's Gorian, because he's super <laughs> bad at rock, paper, scissors. For now, let's just take a short commercial break. Okay, one second. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I have to keep going. This, no. The lights went down, and the, red, and the bright red recording light blinked out. As soon as the video started playing, Matthew, you were, you were very playful today, more than usual. Any particular reason? Asked Gorian. It's the shorts. They have me feeling a little hot under the collar, Matthew replied. (laughs) That's the end of page one. 
So that was, well, I guess, like 250 words. That's like, a, that's like $2, man. I'm just reading like ahead. Less than a coffee. Yeah. 15 minutes, Matthew replied. Take off your pants. Just read, just read the very last page. Matthew's Don't just skip the middle. I'm reading the greatest, the greatest bits. Matthew's cheeks were hot. Wow. <laughs> Straight to the point. But he complied, stripping quickly. What the fuck is this? Gorian stood from his co-host chair and approached Matthew silently like a predator cat. Matthew felt totally vulnerable as his growing erection was exposed to the approaching man. <laughs> this is amazing. This is he bent good. slightly so that spicy scent of his cologne washed over Matthew. He lifted one of Matthew's legs. Slowly and seductively, Gorian licked his fingers. <laughs> That's your copy, by the way. You have your own copy. Matthew stared wide-eyed at the man, lowered his hand, and inserted two fingers into his hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Gorian began to furiously pump into him. Did you ask this for this to be porny? <clears throat> Wait a second. Robin comes and says, are you going to let me join in? End of page two. She stripped off her tight black mini skirt. You're even hotter up close, Robin said to Matthew as they began doing their thing. Matthew laid Robin on the desk and began kissing her nipples while sliding his hand between her. I can't read this. I told you, dude. I didn't. I didn't want to find. I got. I got that in the email. I saw the ping. I couldn't bring myself to fucking look at it. And I'm gonna piss my pants reading this. <laughs> Gorian watched appreciatively as Matthew ate Robin's pussy. <laughs> I wish Robin was... Uh, Robin grabbed his manhood and took her into his mouth. <laughs> this, this is like... This is like literature rape right now. We, we can just pay can someone to write taste? a story about anyone. Can I get a taste too? Gorian said, <laughs> yeah. smiling at Robin. I gave them facts to put in about us. I can said, you please read me the email of what you gave to these <laughs> no! people? I love a Episode nice 100. ass on a man or a woman and I don't discriminate, Gorian said as he lubricated <laughs> Matthew's bum. I'm not reading any more of this. <laughs> I can't even read this. I can't even got this far, dude. I thought it was, it was too painful to fucking look at for me. I couldn't do it. So you read part of this. Dude, I, I read like, I read the first sentence. I'm getting a headache from laughing. I have no oxygen in my brain. Hmm, after what you did to him, I must try your dick, Robin said to Gorian. Robin resumed sucking Gorian's dick while Matthew watched. Do we have any listeners left at this point? I, this used to be, you know what, dude? Spank her ass and pull her hair, Matthew. Gorian said encouragingly. I invited some people to come on the podcast. I'm like some like kind of celebrity people, you know. And this is what we have here. This is the bit. These are the bits, man. These are the fucking bits. <laughs> Let's fill all of Robin's holes, Matthew suggested. <laughs> Page four. We're near the end of this, for the love of fucking God. Straddling him, she impaled herself on his cock. Now, do you think that this person sweating. copy and pastes a lot of the stuff? Because this is a very specific yes, scenario. Absolutely. Because I wrote about a, make it about a podcast, I said. Make it about a podcast. And I said, I said, make it about me and Hoffman. And at the very end, Robin comes in the door and then discovers us. Okay, I'm adding. I'm going to read the final said, paragraph. But she's in like oh, three quarters of it. I'm, I'm reading the final paragraph. 
this is four full pages and like the whole thing is disgusting and it's rich. <laughs> the last paragraph reads with Gorian's mouth on her breasts, his dick in her pussy, and Matthew's thick dick in her asshole, Robin suddenly felt dot 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 it. A slow Powerful build up from down below. I'm so sorry, Robin, if you're listening to this. Rising like the sea at high tide. The coming of an earth-shattering orgasm which le- which left overwhelmed her. Made her howl like a madwoman and left her a shuddering mess. Slumped over Gorian's body. Robin sighed happily and only then did Matthew and Gorian pull their rods out of her spent holes. The end wild man it's crazy what you can get people to make online for you i get to take that home that's yours man you get to keep that they said that's the first chapter if you ever want part two you know you're five dollars away that's like, really fantastic if you were like if i was any richer the, the the crazy stuff i'd pay people to do i'd be like make me a matt hoffman short film you know cast someone as him you know like Fiverr is great for me because I can just what do these. What is Fiverr? Little... It's just literally a website where you pay people five dollars to do various tasks. And there's just you like... are so hooked into the internet. Like I don't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's people just offering any services you want on there. So it's like, hey, I can like edit your book. I can record a voiceover. I must over. tell you also that this combination. I walked in and Gorian always as a great host. Yeah. When I come over, he serves me a drink. This is a coffee alongside a margarita. It's a fantastic combination. It's how the story started. It's kind of, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when I go to Billy's Stone Crab in Florida and have for dessert, we share a slice of key lime pie and I order a coffee. This is what, this really? is like that. I love it. The margarita is like the key lime pie and then hmm. the the tartness of the margarita mixed with the, the fantastic coffee. Hmm. All right. Um, do you have anything else? Do you have any, do you have one more advice column? I could read another one from the Philip Galanis, but if you have another one. I've, I got nothing, but I want to hear one more from you. Okay. Okay. Male ally or apologist? Male ally or apologist? Ooh, Philip Galanis, bring in the good stuff. Apologist, like when someone apologizes for someone else? Here's this. This is a really tough... This is, I think, a great... I haven't read this yet, but yeah. it is it, from the subject line already. It seems like a great, very timely question for us to do for bad advice. Okay. So, and I think this has been a very good episode. I think the story you brought in is, <laughs> is a top bit. I can't wait to sit by myself and read the entire yeah. thing later. I'm never going to look gonna at it again. It? No. I'm going to read it. Anyways, <clears throat> let me... <clears throat> Male ally or apologist. My coworker was eager to talk about women's issues until our other colleagues started harassing me. Hmm. He's having a heart attack. Oh my god. No, I think I was gonna I <sighs> thought I was gonna like burp for a second, but I'm not. Wait. I am a woman, and I have worked with two men for a couple of years. One of them has become a good friend and confidant to me. He and I have numerous conversations about gender issues. So when our other coworker Numerous conversations about gender issues. Sure. Numerous. Numerous. You don't have anybody you've had numerous conversations about gender issues with? <laughs> So, when our other coworker began to sexually harass me, I thought I could turn to him for support. Instead, he told me, I don't like to get involved in office drama. He also told me that he thinks our coworker is a really cool guy and I should have given him and I should True. give him a second chance. Smokes Do I have the right to feel hurt? Signed anonymous. Interesting. My opinion, and this is somewhat informed by like things that are that are going on with a a friend yeah. that I'm not even going to talk about. <laughs> don't Oh my, my god, dude. I think that yeah, like fake allies are really bad. And I think it's really harmful and dangerous that we have all these people who like 
talk about supporting things but only do it in theory and never in practice and it reminds me of like what Joaquin Phoenix said at the Golden Globes where he's like it's really nice that you're all talking about like how great it is to go vote and like donate money to Australia but like what are you people doing to change your actual lives like you're still fucking rich pieces of shit who fly private jets everywhere so don't talk to me about like saving the environment Leonardo DiCaprio is not flying coach okay Hmm. how dare you Anyways, for the next episode, you need a Greta Thunberg How Dare You Drop. I don't know. Anyways, um, so I think it's okay to call out that guy and be like, fuck off. I don't know. I forgot the question. The question was that she has a she has two friends who are coworkers. One right. of them she talks a lot. Well, about, here's my take about on like it. social issues. And then when it came finally for the time for him to back her up, he didn't do what it. What are the odds that like the person that you're like having these conversations with, a third party suddenly interrupts and is like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing now," and you're like, "Oh, god damn it!" Like, well, it's it's different when it's like people you know. You know, there's like context and shit, man. Like, what what if it was something that you were like. What are you saying? Like we don't know that we don't know enough context the, about the situation level, the severity. Because like, really situ- it could be yeah. something like you just kind of, he comes over to my cubicle and says like, "Hey, want to get lunch?" You know, every day or something like that. <laughs> I don't think so. No. What did she describe it as? He be sexual sexually harass me. I don't I don't know what it means in that sense. But if it's in an office setting, it's like it sounds like if it's severe like enough. Asking, why, why? asking someone to get lunch all the time is not sexual harassment. It's yeah. not sexual. So then they go go to the higher ups. Then maybe she's like, wearing certain, maybe coworker. he's like making comments on certain things. Yeah, I think I don't think it's a, she asked her coworker to make a change about it. I you think, think it's like a that, fine line. Kind no, of thing? I think that what it is was that she brought it up to him because they seem to often talk about women's issues. And the guy was like, just chill, honey. Well, that's what I think. Hmm. And she's like, oh, like you're so full of shit because you sit here and talk to me about like women's rights and well, women's you want issues. To beat him up. I want him to at least validate her feelings mm-hmm. and not like gaslight her and be like, chill. Well, did, did he say he's saying chill? I think he's just being like he's saying he's a good guy. Yeah. So she so he has no idea about this guy. Well, he probably he's knows him well he's enough. He's a really cool that, guy. Give him a second chance. Well, it just like, ask a, the problem is the question. It sounds so like short. he knows him as well. Oh my god, the fireplace. Oh, the video fireplace video is done. Very sad. There's another one going to start though. You know what? There are really great videos of like full menorahs burning. Like went from the moment they light all the candles to really because that's the thing at Hanukkah. You're supposed to light the menorah and you don't blow it out. It burns out itself in like yeah. an hour. And it's really nice videos. Lot, Anyways, a lot of lot of fires happening at Christmas time or Hanukkah time. No, not really. No. No. Really? Do you People know anyone that's ever set their house it. on fire from a menorah? Yeah. No. Really? I I know I've, I have a friend who yeah. did set her house on fire, but it wasn't <laughs> Hanukkah related. She was a goy. <laughs> she left something and she put something on the on the stove and forgot about it. So yeah. and then the whole kitchen burnt down. Good job, Avery. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know if it was. Anyways, do I have the right to feel hurt? So you're saying no? Um, no. They definitely do have the right to feel hurt, but I also think it's like. I don't think it's up to your coworker to really do anything about it. Like, sure, you can feel hurt, but like, go talk to someone like about it. Like, don't just be like. It sounds like why are you complain about the coworker when you should be complaining about the guy that's like sexually harassing you. Well, the problem you. is that, like who do you complain? Like, you made into this coworker right? But these problem. institutions like protect these people, so it's like. Like, do you want her to solve the coworker problem or like the sexually harassing? No, but how many cases of, of women being sexually harassed in like work environments where they complain about it and are met with like. Relax, chill out. Probably like seventy percent of the time. Have you seen that movie Bombshell? Yes, I have. It really is it good? 
so the thing with Bombshell is I liked it's it. It's a fictional it's, character, right? Well, the, okay. So the only so the story is about Gretchen Carlson, Megan Kelly, and Margot Robbie plays a fictional character. She's not in the movie that much. And what I think the reason why she was a fictional character was so they could like do a scene where she's the only one in the film who you actually see, see have like, sex. Not not of sex, no, but like get like seriously sexually harassed by Roger Ailes, right. where he's like where he's like basically like asked her to lift her dress up like all the mm. way and it's this really gross horrible scene mm. and I think maybe for legal there's all this weird legal stuff with the movie yeah. because Gretchen Carlson who Nicole Kidman plays in the movie signed an NDA when when they settled so she can't publicly speak about what happened with her right and so Megan, they created this character right, to so like they couldn't vicariously. do that and like other than like things she said that he had her recorded on tape and it's just things she said mm-hmm. and Megan Kelly like came out against Roger Ailes but wasn't she was damning, but not yeah. crucifying in her and what she said about him. So I guess they made up this character to like represent the many other women. And yeah. the Margot Robbie character was similar to a real woman who was involved in that. Who mm-hmm. I guess maybe they couldn't get her on board with the, the yeah. film and they didn't. She didn't want to use her name. But anyway, so very good film. The film's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. like the big short. And that's weird. It, it, you know it makes I mean? like it makes a good time. It makes a it, good it makes time it like, movie it's funny. out of like yeah, yeah. it's funny. And well, the it's trailer like, looked very funny and just like, but um, but um, you know. Yeah, it's very it's very funny. Like Richard Kind, do you know him? Great no, actor. He's been on Curb. He's been on all kinds of stuff. Right. Do you oh, see yeah, a serious yeah, yeah. man? I know. He played really Giuliani, yeah. and that was hilarious. It's it's so it's a lot of fun, but more uh, too much fun. Like it shouldn't be so fun for a film about Roger Ailes sexually harassing people. Have you seen those pictures of Weinstein walking up to the courthouse, hobbling on his, and he's like falling down the staircase, and he has a stretch like a little walker. I hope he thing. dies. I just want it's him to crazy. get. I want him to be dead. I, because even today, I hate that. Like he said recently, like people should acknowledge all the great roles I've given to women and he all said the that? like yeah, like oh I've done so God. much for women. It's like what. <laughs> What a, he's so bad for the Jews. I like. I'm so tired of these bad J- Jewish pet. Like the Jewish. Why do they all have to be Jewish? Jeffrey Epstein, Woody Allen, Harvey Weinstein. Like it's not a good look. There was. I a, started watching the first episode of the Netflix show You about this guy that yeah. stalks this girl, and yeah. he goes, "Hi, my name's Dan Goldberg." I'm like, "Oh great, you gotta make him Jewish." Like, come on. Um, there's um, fuck. What I was gonna say. Ah. Uh, there was a great supercut when Ricky Gervais was talking about Harvey Weinstein at the Golden Globes. All and of just, those jokes were amazing. And it just cuts to like three and a half minutes of like celebrities thanking Weinstein. And it's just like, it gets like, thank you. And then it cuts to him and it's like over and over. And at the very end of it, there's a guy being like, they're going to they're gonna write some good articles about you one day, you know? And you're just like, Meryl Streep thanked them. Fucking everyone. Oh, something everyone, really funny at the Golden Globes. Everyone's w- So Ricky them. Gervais says the line, he's like, Apple has the, entered the yeah, streaming game Steve with the great show, The there. Morning Show. And they, cut, and they cut to Tim Cook. Tim Cook. And then after they cut to Tim Cook and everybody's clapping, Ricky Gervais is like, yeah, all of that, Apple's products are made by uh, slave workers in China. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, it was just a really great, like, stab after showing Tim Cook, like, smiling. Yeah. And it was really, really cute. Although the, the iPhone factories over there are, like, pretty pretty decent from what I hear, though. I'm Foxconn, not sure. I heard it's a pretty pretty decent one. But I just like when Ricky Gervais was just like, you guys are so full of shit. Like, so yeah. you come up here and talk about, like, your little political speeches and, like, vote, blah, blah, blah. But you're all, like, shitty people. I don't know. He should have, like, like, cut a finger off on stage and, like, done a protest. That's when you get my fucking respect, man. All right, let's read this answer and fucking wrap this bitch up. Okay. So, do I have the right to feel hurt? You don't have to earn the right to feel anything. I get not warrant 
wanting to overreact, but that's a far cry from what's going on here. You're, you confided in a trusted friend about an uncomfortable, perhaps even painful experience. He brushed you off and told you to let it slide. That's a betrayal, but let's put aside your so-called friend for a moment. My greater concern is whether the harassment is continuing. I Whoa. want you to feel, I want you safe. I don't want to be prescriptive about how every, about how you handle this though. Every person at workplace is different. If there's a manager you trust or a human resources officer, consider confiding in him or her. If not contact an organization like <laughs> rain that provides support to survivors of sexual abuse. As for your friend, keep your distance for now. When this matter is resolved, let him know what a bad friend he mm -hmm. was to you. Characterizing your harassment as office drama showed a stunning lack of compassion. And for the record, he also has proved that he's a terrible arbiter of cool. It's true. Fuck you. Well, you know, it's like, it could be Charlie Sheen. Everyone thinks that guy's cool, you know, but he's a, probably a dick. How is Charlie Sheen? Does he still have uh, I hope he's doing AIDS? well. Did he have AIDS or was it just HIV? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, Winning. Where, where can they find us? Thank you so much for joining us. This bad vice. The word of the day was scum. Scum, 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 scum. Where can they Is find us? One of these us? your voices. They're all my voice. You can find me uh, at Instagram at Mr. Matt Hoffman or on Twitter where I have put out one or two tweets. Hot recently. takes, baby. Hot takes. Very medium takes. Uh, it's G give me a give me a five word review for cats. Erotic, <laughs> unnecessary, boner movie felinity. Um, weird. Cut that. Anyways, you can find me on on Twitter at Mr. Matt Hoffman. But no, sorry, Instagram at Mr. Matt Hoffman. Twitter, Twitter. Hoffman on film. Wow. Okay, that's for when he used to be a film critic. You can find us on Bad Vice Podcast on Instagram, badvicepodcast.ca. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. But where can you find Robin? Robinheb.ca? Yeah. Robinheb.ca. Great stories. There's one called G that you should read. Uh, they aren't as great as the ones we read today on They're the They're not air, as great as the story. Who Can you actually just give the author a shout out who wrote that beautiful piece? <laughs> I think it's someone practicing English. I think that's what it is. And they just get paid. They're like, okay, well, let me practice writing it. And then also, you know. Let me practice my English. How much how much porn does this person Gordon write? squeezed his dick <laughs> out of Matthew's ass and he took a breather Stop. lying on his back Stop. feeling sore down below. Stop, dude. I'm practicing my English. All right. We'll see you next time. God bless you.